in the land of cotton. Old times are not forgotten. Look away, look away, look away, Dixieland. Singing fellas. Oh, I wish I was in Dixie. I was born early, Lord, one frosty morn. Look away, look away, look away, Dixieland.
Thank you. You're fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.
own alehouse I used to frequent I told the landlady me money was spent I asked her for credit, she answered me nay Such custom as yours I can have any day And it's no nay never No nay never no show today. Got a lot to talk about with him. Lots and lots going on in sports and then other stuff as well. I'm going to start the show. First of all, first of all, I got to say, uh, I've got an email. All emails sponsored by JS Floors. Best flooring in the West. The rest, they're going to vote left in November. Just know that. The rest are going to vote that way and you don't want them. Just call Jesse. 775-267- Four one two three. Um, Chip sent this, and I, I forgot all about this series. I can't forget. I, I can't believe I forgot about it. He says, "Hey Arnie, have you watched Chris Pratt's new show, The Terminal List? This is on Amazon, uh, like like Prime or whatever. I watched it on Fire Stick, so I did watch it, and it was fucking awesome. Whoa." Man, the terminal list, hell yes. Chris Pratt is a badass in this movie. I'm starting to to take a whole new shine to Chris Pratt. That dude is awesome. Like, he's married to a Schwarzenegger, right? He's getting there. I got to tell you, I liked it. I liked that a lot. But Navy SEAL comes home and and has to avenge deaths. That's my kind of story right there. I'll tell you that. 
But, uh, yes, Chip, I, I have seen it. Thank you for reminding me. I forgot all about that. Oh, I was so mad at myself when I saw it. I was like, oh, fuck, I haven't said anything about this show yet. Because, you, you know, if you don't have me, you, you can't believe what you read on, on the stuff. Because I've watched some things, and I've, I've had to stop them. It, like, like, like that whole, you know, stupid uh, summer camp show. Uh, what was it? Snowflake Mountain or whatever? Hey, stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Uh, let's say some good morning, shall we? Uh, before we get this whole kit and caboodle started. Uh, we'll start right here. Oh, wow. Look at that. Holy crap. First one here. Oh, my lucky star. Wow. The one. The only. <laughs> Braddy Kid. Well, I haven't seen a beating like that since Rodney King. Well, there you go. There you go. First one here. I hope that you have a spectacular day. I know that you will. I kind of know some behind-the-scenes stuff, which I'm not going to say anything yet uh, until I get the word. So, uh, so there you go. But good morning to you, Braddy Kid. Uh, Andrew says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve, AIG. Thank you. Arrived in Oklahoma. Good morning to you. How are you today? Brett, good morning. Uh, Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Swoosh. Morning, ass family. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve. Nancy Pelosi's favorite Irish drinking song. <laughs> That's every one of them. Goddamn, I still cannot erase that image of her walking on a beach with them cannons out. <laughs> oh, dear God. Man, if she were to breastfeed right now, do you, do you know how much that scotchified fucking hoot milk would go for? That shit's been aged for like 75 years. Boy, that's a nice after-dinner drink. Uh, you're out, says good morning, y'all. How you doing, you're out? Uh, Fred says, good morning, y'all. Wish it was Friday. I do, too. But, hey, it, it is what it is. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh. Did did anybody get to see our girl Kamala? Oh, 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 wait, wait, hold on here. Oh, look at that. Oh, my gosh. Breaking news. Hold on a second here. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh, all right, bratty kids, uh, rotten offspring, had an offspring. Uh, welcome to the world, little Roscoe. So there you go. Roscoe is, is born... And, and bratty kid now is a granny. So there you go. Good morning to that. Happy uh, happy birthday there, little Roscoe. I saw a tweet where uh, for every 1,000 lights, they sagged her boobs lower and lower. Those bad boys hit the floor. It was great. That's fantastic. Um, all right. I guess we can, we can start kind of the show here. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Hangtown Jen says, congrats, bratty kid. Look at that. Congratulations from Hangtown Jen. Jen, just in case, uh, here's a pink Arnold Palmer for you. The act of swatting one's clit with your penis as you would a golf ball with a five iron. Marcy was quite randy after buying uncut salami from the butcher Bob had to give her the OL pink Arnold Palmer. There you go. Um. Has Kamala blamed gas prices on the guy who updates the sign in front of the stations yet? Uh, no, no, it's Mr. Arnie. That, that's what we're going by. We're going by Mr. Arnie. 
Uh, so everybody's congratulating the Braddy. There you go. Good job. Uh, by the way, this was Kamala yesterday. She is such a terrible politician that she gets caught talking like a politician all the time. Get ready. Here's here's Kamala. We'll deal with what we need to deal with in terms of also as we move forward, all agreeing that we got to be smarter as a country in terms of who has access to what, and in particular assault weapons. And um, we got to take this stuff seriously, as seriously as you are, because you have been forced to have to take it seriously. Seriously? That, that's the heartbeat away from being the most important, powerful person in the world. Seriously. By the way, if you couldn't figure it out, they were asking her about assault weapons and things like this. You know, something that her boss is taking seriously. We'll deal with what we need to deal with in terms of also as we move forward, all agreeing that we got to be smarter as a country in terms of who has access to what, and in particular assault weapons. And um, we got to take this stuff seriously, as seriously as you are, because you have been forced to have to take it seriously. Seriously. <laughs> That's what I said, Mr. Arnie, the grandpa states. Yes, Mr. Arnie. Uh, seriously. <laughs> I, I can't make this stuff up about her. And, and, you know, here's the scariest story about her. You want to get scared this morning? I've got something scary for you here. In a new poll. (laughs) But it shows that Gavin Newsom would fare better than Kamala Harris for the 2024 presidential election. Oh, my God. Wow. And it also says a Gavin Newsom would fare slightly better against Donald Trump in an election than if Kamala Harris ran. The head-to-head matchup between Harris and Trump, the two tie at 41% with another 18% saying they don't know. Uh, with the former president was put up against Newsom, the Democratic governor beat him 39% to 40%. Oh, man. Oh, this is so good. And by the way, if people are wondering, I know we talked about this the other day, there are ads running in the state of Florida right now that are showing Gavin Newsom and Gavin Newsom blaming Republicans for the ills of the world. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, why is he doing this? He's doing this to get his face be seen there because a lot of people on the East Coast really don't know who he is. They've had a lot going on. They've heard about this whack job. Now they get to see him. I think it's uh, jumping the gun a little bit. I think that was kind of a shot fired saying, I'm thinking about running for president. I'm serious about being serious because I seriously think this is serious. (laughs) I don't think Trump is going to run. I really don't. You remember uh, remember back in 2016 when he did run? In 2015, we were seeing a lot of him. We're not seeing him at all right now. 
And it, it, we see him every once in a while pop up, you know, do a spot event, do, do things like that. I think that's just to keep up the ire against the, the left. Because Ron DeSantis actually has a job to do. He has to actually run Florida. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I had that story about Boris Johnson. Um, yeah, he stepped down. Yeah, he resigned. I, I guess now he doesn't need a comb anymore. What will Great Britain do? Will, we get, will they get another wild candidate like Boris Johnson? Who doesn't believe in styling products? Poor Boris Johnson. All those scandals, all those parties he threw. (laughs) What an idiot. Never brushed his fucking hair. Good morning, Cowboys girl. Um... I, I will say this right now. If Gavin Newsom gets on the ticket, I am terrified. I am terrified. Ron DeSantis better run. That's all I got to say. Shit. President Newsom? No. Mm-mm. Uh, they need a cokehead fat guy like that dead mayor of Toronto. Oh, man. What was that guy's name? Rob something? Oh, that guy, the mayor of Toronto was fantastic. Fat guy who was a crack addict? Are you kidding me? How can that be a thing? Wait, why shouldn't Trump run again? I I think he is I I, I just think that the the people that aren't down with Trump, the ones that are kind of in the middle who don't know they don't want to choose him because they believe a lot of the bullshit that was said. And that might get them to vote either independent or vote Democrat, which will be taking votes away from the Republican side. Now, I, I, I'd vote for him again. I'm not saying I wouldn't vote for him again. I just don't think he's going to run. I don't think he has it in him. Trump wouldn't win and would just take votes away. That's what I think. I think it's all but guaranteed Ron DeSantis will run. He's the non-Trump face of the GOP. Mike Pence has experience and connections, but the charisma of a bale of lint. Yeah. No, it's everything. It's not the fact that they say that Donald Trump is a racist. It's the way he's been portrayed negatively. I Look... I know how I'm going to vote. There is no way in hell I would ever vote for another four years of the two years of this shit that we're going on. So pretty much anybody who's on the other side has got my attention already. Due to the fact that I don't think that that side could make it any worse. I just saw a story today. We haven't talked about this in a long time, and i got to thank the Warbird for this. He sent me this, and I watched some of this video story, and, and it's blowing my mind. Let's go back to COVID. Um, 
do you realize uh, this this person was on uh, Tucker Carlson last night speaking, and he was a 19-year veteran of the Air Force, and he's been given his walking papers because he did not get the COVID-19 shot. Now, to think that that is still mandated blows my mind especially when the research is out there, and he talked about the research being out there, that not only does the vaccine not work, but they have cases now to show that the vaccine actually made it worse. But they're still forcing this guy out of the Air Force. And the Air Force is losing about 10,000 operators. By the way, every branch of the military is losing anywhere between ten and 15,000 operators. Meaning, we are going to lose around, I don't know, eighty to 100,000 military members. The number one thing I will vote for is someone who makes me feel safe, and losing 100,000 military operators does not make me feel safe at all. When we have a story today about how uh, MI5 and the FBI did a joint task force and they found that China is a real problem, which, by the way, uh, thank you. Thank you for wasting taxpayer dollars in both Great Britain and in America for something I could have told you two minutes ago. We've got China as a problem. We have North Korea as a problem. There's that little 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 land there in the Middle East that's always been a problem and always will be a problem. But we're losing 100,000 operators because they didn't take a shot that now has been proven not to actually fucking work. Huh? Brittany Griner just pled guilty? Good. They're saying that she was going to do that. Now we'll see what the sentence is or if we trade her for an arms dealer. By the way, the arms dealer probably makes a lot more money than Brittany Griner. <laughs> Uh, when you take office, please stop the man- vaccine man- and mandate. I sense anger in you, young Skywalker. It, it's not only anger. And then he sent me another story about how L.A. County is just releasing thousands of firefighters because they would not get the shot. You know, after, you know, when 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 they're talking to... Uh, Hold on. This is the way I look at it right here. Let's see. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Let's go to, uh, yeah, the YouTube. They'll have it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's see. A moment ago, you said that you ordered Lieutenant Kendrick to tell his men. No. I'm entitled to... You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men I with guns. I just love this part. Who's going to do it? You, 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 Lieutenant Weinberg? 
I have a greater responsibility than you can possibly fathom. You weep for Santiago and you curse the Marines. You have that luxury. You have the luxury of not knowing what I know. That Santiago's death, while tragic, probably saves lives. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You, you need, need me, me on, on that wall. wall. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. We use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you just said Amen. thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon. What you think you are entitled to. Did you order the code red? I did the job. Did you order the code red? You're goddamn right I did! Well, Verizon just gave us all a brand new I, I iPhone 13. We've been customers for years. We got iPhone 13s too. Switched okay. two minutes ago, you. literally right before. Super duper. Uh, it's okay, Newsom will use prisoners and homeless to stop the fires. Yeah, I, I'm sure he will. Because that's his motif. Members of the court will retire to an anteroom until further instructed. Here we go. All right. What the hell is going what on What the hell here? is this? Colonel, what's going on? I did my job. I do it again. I'm going to get on a plane and go on back to my base. You're not going anywhere, Colonel. MPs guard the Colonel. Yes, sir. Captain Ross. What the hell is this? Colonel Jessup, you have the right to remain silent. I'm being charged with a crime. Trial by court martial. Is that what this is? Or administrative. I'm being charged with a crime. Right to consult with a lawyer prior to any further questioning. This is funny. This lawyer may be a civilian lawyer appointed by you at your own expense. I'm gonna rip the eyes out of your head and piss at your dead skull. You fucked with the wrong marine, Colonel Jessup. Do you understand these rights as I've just read them to you? I'm probably getting in all kinds of trouble playing this movie. You fucking people. There it is. You have no idea how to defend a nation. All you did was weaken a country today, Kathy. That's all you did. You put people's lives in danger. Mr. Biden. Sweet dreams, son. Don't call me son. There you go. That's all they're doing. That, that, that's all this is. They're weakening. By the way, and I don't think they're weakening to take... But, but we, I, I, I don't know why. That must be a deleted scene about the cell phones. Uh, it's okay, Newsom, we use, oh yeah, I read that. Uh, let's see, uh, just to take the fun out of that scene, the confession is completely illegal. <laughs> um, but that, that's all they're doing. That, that's all this the last two years have been just chopping down America fucking tree by tree by tree. Nobody is explaining how we're supposed to power this nation if we get off fossil fuels. We've got more natural gas than anybody else in the world. Can't go after that anymore. I'm not saying that's the only way. I'm I'm here to I'm, I want other things to work. You know why I want other things to work? Because I'm sick and tired of fucking hearing about them. 
I'm hearing about how solar is the next great thing. Well, good, then make it affordable for fucking everybody. Please explain to me what are going to happen to all those batteries in Teslas when they run out. It it amazes me. And the way that that we're looking at things, we're being bogged down by stories about how... um, the rest of the world is dismayed at the Supreme Court's decision last week to curtail America's ability to cut planet heating emissions. And now how it... We, we have more to worry about than that right now. I, I know that the, the, the people that, that the environment is near and dear to their heart, they probably hate me and they've hated me for a long time. Probably since I called Mother Earth a bitch. I'm not saying it's not important. I'm not telling you what you believe in is not important, but I think there are things that are more important. Number one, our safety. Because if we're not here to enjoy this land that we're trying to save, then what the fuck good is it? Mm-mm-mm. What's this sound effect? When candidates and political ads say, I approve this message, they should have to add at the end, you dumb fuck. I agree. I completely agree. But you got Joe Biden worried about that. You, you got this Brittany Griner case, which, by the way, why in the holy fuck is America worried about a WNBA player for? Can anybody tell me that? Can anybody tell me why the president's day has to be stopped for a WNBA player who allegedly, unless she pled guilty to it, who took cannabis or hemp, which is very illegal to Russia, you fucked around and you found out. So now, whenever a dry cleaner from Philadelphia decides that he wants to go visit Mother Russia and he takes some hashish with him, you're going to be there to bail him out too, aren't you? What? What? Wait a second. You did it for her, and she's really not a celebrity. I, I, I mean, let, 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 let's just stop the train here. If this was LeBron James... Okay, I wouldn't. I still wouldn't say to go do it, but I get it a little bit more because he's at least a celebrity. <sighs> what the fuck? But hey, psst, we're gonna be firing a bunch of firefighters in L.A. And we're losing about 100,000 personnel in the military. Just don't, no big deal. Oh, yeah, you know what? To, to, to amp our numbers, you ready for this? You ready for this? We're going to sign up undocumented people. It's something that's floating out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a wonderful idea. 
Mall will say Brittany Griner is in jail because she was arrested. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, by the way, holy shit, I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. And this, this seems like the perfect time. I, I need a God sounding type voice though to read these. So, so, so. No, I, no, I don't I, think I don't God. Think God, 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 all right, here we go. The Ten Commandments. Oh, I don't like that. That's too much. There we go. Ten Commandments of the show. Thou shalt be consistent. Commandment two. Thou shalt use logic. Commandment three. Thou shalt fuck your feelings. Commandment four, thou shalt do your fucking job. Commandment five, thou shalt understand if thou fuck around, then thou shalt find out. Commandment six, thou shalt not be a fucking moron. Commandment seven, thou shalt never serve warm bread with cold butter. Commandment eight. Thou shalt never allow children to order from the drive-thru. Commandment number nine. Thou shalt recognize you are stupid if you compare Dr. Pepper with root beer. And commandment ten. Thou shalt never pronounce R-O-Y as wah. It's fucking Roy. There you go. There you go. He went from God to a voice to a broken transformer. There was too much reverb. Um... Uh, Alicia says, good morning, ass fam. Just got off work. I'm so happy to be off for a week. Nice. Nice. I got to keep these. I, I got I to gotta hit up young harm. See if he can get on that. Uh, I'm so glad. Uh, what about it's Whataburger, not what a burger? Too regional. I, I wanted to make these more uh, uh, encompassing. I didn't want to make these locale. Yes. Uh, oh, uh, do you have Dr. Pepper? We got root beer. Well, congratulations. There was a hockey goalie named Patrick Waugh. Probably one of the greatest hockey goalies ever played for Colorado. He spelled his last name R-O-Y, but he was from French Quebec, eh? So he took the French pronunciation, which is Waugh. R-O-Y is Waugh. But not in America, it ain't, because that's my middle name. R-O-Y is Roy. Um, all right, so there you go. Now, okay, so I told you about the China MI5 stuff. Uh, I told you about global dismay, the Supreme Court, okay. 
All right. Well, I tell you what, the rest of these days, <laughs> this is just a shit show going on right now. I tell you what. Um, let's start with this part of the shit show. Um, you remember that little shooting that happened a couple weeks ago? You know, in Uvalde? All them kids, all the teachers all killed. It was an awful story. I mean, Matthew McConaughey talked to the world from the White House. For what reason, I don't know. They passed some sort of new to gun shit. But they haven't done anything about school safety and school shootings in this and mass shootings in general. And your commandments with this is not CNN. <laughs> Ooh, that kid came out big, 8.1. Good Lord. Roscoe's a big kid. By the way, that is the child's name is Roscoe. The only thing I will refer to that child as is Roscoe. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right. So instead of making schools safer, what we've done this entire time in Uvalde is see who's at fault more. So you remember we, 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 we blame the police because they didn't go in there. And, and look, there's a lot of blame to go around. Now there's one officer in, in, in focus. An officer missed a chance to shoot the gunman by seeking permission. The officer did not hear a response and turned to get confirmation from his supervisor. When he turned back, the suspect had already entered the West Hall exterior door. Connie said, I'll cry, I'll cry, I'll cry. Really? Look, look. Zach, good morning to you, my friend. He says, what a beautiful day. All right, good. Um. Once again, let's not address the elephant in the room, which is school security, first and foremost. Let's bullshit and talk about fucking how guns are so bad, and then we'll fucking dabble in a little bit of mental health. Uh... Excuse me, sir, can I penetrate you with your bullets? Better ask forgiveness and permission. Yeah, amen to that in this situation. It's not one officer's fault. It, this, this is the fault of since these things are still going on. I, I, I still don't know how they haven't figured it out. If you want schools to be safe, then you're going to have to make it a pain in the ass to get into. Sorry, not sorry. What do you want? Do you want safety or do you want... Because this is what's going to happen. This is why we haven't addressed this. And we're all to blame for it. Well, I'm not because I ain't got no kids, so I ain't got anything to be blamed here about. But if I was a kid, I'd bitch about this. So what's going to happen is, let's put my, let's put my plan in place. <clears throat> The one way in, three guards there. 
one working the x-ray machine, one working the, the area, and the other has a, a, a wand and a machine gun or a gun, whatever kind of gun they need. They all three have guns. We, we might have a janitor in place who's also an officer. But there's only one way into the school. Now, if there's a fire or anything, you can use all the doors. But there ain't no reason for kids to go outside. Like, in high school, you don't have a lot of time to go outside. So we're going to keep all them doors closed. And they have video cameras on them and alarms. So if they go off, then guess what? We're going to know where it's at. Now, that makes a lot of sense. Am I saying it's going to completely stop it? No, because there's nothing that's going to completely stop it. If they want to drive a truck through there, they could drive a truck through there. But nobody's addressing that. We're making it harder for legal gun owners to buy guns. That's all we're doing. We're punishing people who follow the law already. In the name of gun control. It, it, it should be in the name of stupidity. Mm. I, 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 hate, I hate school shootings almost as much as I hate talking about abortion. Because it, I, I've gotten to the point where it's just for me, it's like, oh, there's another one. There's another one. Oh, wow, look at that. They got in through a side door. Isn't that weird? It's so stupid. Uh, you remember monkeypox, right? Uh, monkeypox, not really a thing anymore. But but they're still keeping it around. They're still keeping it in the news. Oops, oh, didn't come up. Oh, come on. Come on, monkeypox. Monkeypox. Experts warn that monkeypox patients in current outbreak may not have typical symptoms like fatigue and fever, making infections harder to spot in some cases. The infection tally in America reaches 560. Even though the CDC told you to wear a mask on a plane because of monkeypox. National car warranty people hunt you down. Just got to call on the hospital phone. Wow. <laughs> Once again, this monkeypox thing, it, it's real easy. It's real easy. Wear protection. This is, this is a bad STD, people. That's what it is. You get lesions. How's that hard to spot? No shit. You start to break out. I don't talk about in zits. Oh, man. Oh. All right. We got three more in this segment here. And, and, and this, this one's so dumb. Use a banana condom. It's supposed to help fight monkeypox. <laughs> the federal government, U.S. Department of Justice, on Thursday is suing Arizona over a new law requiring people who use a federal form to register to vote to provide additional proof of citizenship 
if they want to vote for president or using the state's popular vote-by-mail system. Law signed by Republican Governor Doug Ducey is in direct conflict with 1993 federal voter registration law. It also violates the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Law adds requirements for the federal government form directly rejected by the Supreme Court in 2013 Arizona case. So Arizona keeps breaking the federal law with the way they vote. No problem there, I guess. Really? The law violates the Civil Rights Act by requiring officials to reject forms if they uh, have a mistake or leave out information that is not needed to determine someone's right to vote. So, there you go. State of Arizona. There are a bunch of weirdos there. Crazy-ass people. The heat has cooked those people too much. It's the heat and being that close to New Mexico, I think. Right, Ogre? <laughs> oh, man, Arizona, where they found the Dominion machines were connected to the Internet. Yeah, nothing to see here, though, but we're a Republican state. Darn tootin' we are. We like that Jim DeSantis fella. Oh, Ron DeSantis, oh, my bad. I got the last name right. He sounds like a fine Italian fella. Oh, boy. I might lose my mind in the next story a little bit. Not not this story that I'm doing here. Because this story is just proving... It, it, it proves to me that one side is allowed to get away with pretty much anything in this world. And the other side, if you say one thing, you're on a list and you're on a government watchdog list and you can't buy guns, you can't buy... You can't buy plastic forks. Pardon me. Climate activists plan to disrupt congressional baseball game. Now, the activists push for a passage of climate legislation calling Joe Biden a failed president. That's left calling the left out. The woke eating the woke. But before I even go down anymore in this story, I've just read you the headline. Do we not recall what happened a few years ago at the congressional baseball game? Where a madman showed up with a high-powered rifle and started shooting and shot, what was his name, Steve Scalise? A Republican from Louisiana shot him in the back? Almost killed him? But climate activists are saying, they're coming out saying, we're going to come destroy. Uh, What you're saying is, you're going to do an act of terror right now. Oh, thank God I am not the president. Because I would see this story and I'd be like, all right, this is what I want. Uh, where's SEAL Team 6? All right, SEAL Team 6, I want you to show up to the congressional baseball fields on the night of the game, and if anybody tries to protest, you shoot them in the head. 
because they are a terrorist. If politicians have failed to deliver, the group said it would shut down the game. This is the threat of terror. I mean, am I overstating that? They're coming out, and by the way, I don't want to ever fucking hear about January 6th again. If If you're okay with this, with people planning an attack on our Congress people, you're okay with that? The soil sample I took at 6 a.m. is much cooler than the one I took at noon. Climate change. (laughs) Am I overstating this? No, I'm not. Not when, what was it, four years ago, a congressman was shot and almost died on that field that they played on. Joe Biden went to this game last year, the year before, no fans were there because of the fucking, the cold that was going around America. On its website, the organization said Democratic leaders are failing the American people on climate, calling this summer the bottom of the ninth. You know where their website is? You know where they are? Go arrest them. Is Dan Crenshaw playing in that game? If so, I double dare the climate protesters. <laughs> you know, Dan Crenshaw was a part of that game. He'd have to be the umpire. I mean, come on. Use your good eye, Blue. I, I, I joke. I joke. Come on. He's an American hero. It's still funny, though. Yeah, but hey, hey, maybe they'll just take out all the Republicans. That's probably what they're thinking. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry I have such a fucking rager for this. I, I just don't understand. This would be like Lee Harvey Oswald or whoever shot Kennedy and then signed it Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> you know, I hate JFK. I'm going to shoot him. Okay, we're not going to look into that. Maybe they looked into that because he was the president, but they didn't look into it because well, he did get shot. Oh, and in a world where I didn't think things could get much stupider, I I, I really didn't. This has got to be the end of I I I'm just I, I'm so tired of this. Television show Friends co-creator Marta Kaufman is asking for forgiveness, this time for the crime of misgendering one of the sitcom's most memorable characters, Chandler Bing's dad, played by Kathleen Turner. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. wait. In a recent interview, 
Marty Kaufman said it was wrong for the show to refer to the character as Chandler's father. Why? First of all, first of all, it's a fictitious character on a made-up TV show. That that's just the first thing I want to spit out. That's all. That's all. It's a made-up TV show. The person isn't real. And secondly, I do believe that when it comes to the Joan of Arc uh, of transgenders, we have to refer to Caitlyn Jenner. I believe Caitlyn Jenner still considers herself the father uh, of Kylie and the other one, and, and Brody and, and uh, the, the other kids that he has, or she has. I believe they celebrate Father's Day, so what's wrong? Oh, once again, we're going back in time to punish people for things that were okay then, but now are not. I've never seen people so full of guilt over bullshit in my entire life. This is nothing more than this bullshit virtue signaling. You wrote that because it was funny then. By the way, it's still funny today. Now, if, if people are having a hard time with it, then guess what? Take those episodes off. There you go. I'm sure Kathleen Turner will have something to say about it, not getting her residual checks. Friends is already racist. Now it's transphobic. Arnie, I have to correct you. No one celebrates Father's Day. You're right. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot about that. My bad. This is so stupid. Uh, I'm going to have to issue an apology for a character I came up with 20 years ago. 25 years ago. I want to apologize for something, somebody I had no clue of who they were going to be related to me somehow 150 years ago said something very, very bad. I apologize for that. Who am I apologizing to? I mean, the person that, that, that said the bad thing 125 years ago, they said it to somebody 125. I'm betting they're both dead. Who am I apologizing to? And by the way, why am I apologizing? I didn't know this person. I saw a very, very interesting video. Um, it was a professor, uh, it, and it, his study was slavery in general. He's a black man. And said that that the reparations that people are talking about is such a, a, a worthless idea. Now, that was, I believe, his word, not mine. When people in the northern part of Africa, whites in the northern part of Africa, were enslaved for hundreds more years than the ones that went from Africa to America. And you know why nobody is going to the northern part of Africa to ask for reparations, 
because they don't have the money. And it's stupid. It's so dumb, this whole idea of... And I know that there are groups that are starting it already. I don't have any stories on it, but I know I've seen it, and they're talking about this. Once again, we're punishing people today. By punishing people, I mean taking money from them. This will be money taken from you somehow. Your taxes will go up, and you have to pay these reparations. That's how it's going to go. For something you had no part of. The oldest living person in the world is what? Usually about 120 years old. So they were born in 1900. So 35 years after slavery. I, I, I think we can just go ahead and, and all agree that slavery is bad. Okay. Okay. Slavery is bad. Okay. But to to go back in time, I, I don't understand. I, I understand why people want the money. It's free money. Well, hell yeah. If Friends is racist for only having actors with light complexions and so is Family Matters, Cosby Show, etc., who fucking cares? Douglas damn right, Sandra and Denise, hell, even Russell Huxtable are straight up racists. <laughs> I'll never forget that. That that was one of my favorite things. When when Friends took off and became a big popular show and the the crew was on Oprah one day and she goes, Why ain't y'all got no black friends? Cause maybe they didn't hang out with anybody. Maybe their school didn't have a lot of black kids. Stupid ass shit. Then they brought a black gal on near the end of the show who dated Ross and Joey. I mean, on here's a big question for you. I want you to think back in that time. Okay. How would America have reacted to, I don't know, uh, I think he's too old. Well, I'll, I'll, I guess. I, what if Denzel was making out with Jennifer Aniston? Maybe too old. I don't want to say Will Smith. Do you think America would have been super okay with that? I'm just wondering. Would it have changed the dynamic of the show? Well, I I don't know. I mean, I mean, you look at it. Let, let let's look at the the basis of this show. This show falls around six people. Two of whom are related. Okay? Ross and Monica are related. Monica's best friend in high school was Jennifer Aniston. I don't know how Phoebe came into the picture or Joey. 
but Monica, but Chandler was was Ross's best friend. So you got two wild cards out there. But I can see other four people through high school growing up not having a lot of black friends. They should uh, make a sitcom called UN with like 100 characters and see how well the ratings do. (laughs) There weren't enough Mexicans or Indians or Aborigines or Eskimo on Friends, and there are only a handful of gays and trans. So it's clearly not representation of reality. No. Phoebe was Monica's roommate. Oh, okay, okay. Like if Sidney Poitier got caught finger-blasting Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, I, I will say this right now. I don't know if we'd know if Sidney Poitier might not have made any more movies if, that, if he got caught. Was there ever any minorities on Cheers? <sighs> no. No, Boston Bar? No. By the way, I, what was I watching? What was I watching? I was so pissed off at. Oh, I was watching something and it turned into like kind of a special episode, and I was like, "Oh, that's how they get around it." Like, I, like I, I don't want to say it was like a miscarriage or anything, but it was something really depressing. And I was like, "Wow, oh, you can't do that. You're an upbeat show." Carla was a wop. There you go, and Joey was Chandler's roommate. Okay. Well, I know they're roommates, but they didn't, like, grow up together, you know, like the other ones did. That used to be the best part about sitcoms, is sitcoms, you'd watch them, and you'd watch them just because they were funny. There was no, there was no politics behind it. There was none of this. And you had plenty of successful Black shows. Think of you had Cosby, one of the most successful sitcoms in the history of time, the Flozzle Dozzle, the Flippy Dippy. I mean, think about it. Thursday nights. Oh, the Flozzle Dozzle. Yeah, the Cosby Show. Oh, yeah, look at me. Come here, Denise. Let me smell your butthole, Flozzle Dozzle. Ooh, Felicia Richard. Have you changed the juice? Hey, Theo, what do you say? We're going double-team finesse. I got some quaaludes. Flippy-dippy. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, another very, very popular show. Now, hmm, don't recall a lot of white people on those shows. Were there someone there? Sure. Why does it matter? Why does it matter? Why do we have to have so many people in there? Well, because everybody has to feel really... Okay. Think of all the great shows that we've watched. Night Court. You had Roz. Before Roz, though, you had Selma. And someone was great, and she would have stayed on that show forever if she didn't fucking die. Uh, they should ban the Andy Griffin show. Same thing with Dick Van Dyke, despite having the word dyke in there. (laughs) 
Uh, Knight Rider wasn't even black. MASH was hip for a season because it had a black doctor, but then got racist. Canceled. It, it, it amazes me. You know, back then, we... And then we had shows on at the same time as those shows that I, I will say to this day, to this day, nothing can touch how funny these three shows were. And, and I'll go in ascending order. I'll go from the last to what I think was the funniest. But you had the Jeffersons. I, I now, Scott, you're getting ahead, but yes, Jefferson, good times, what's happening? Now, as far as the funny meter goes, good times was okay. It got a little too messagey in there sometimes. What's happening was all right, but they, the rerun was too much of a cartoon. The Jeffersons, though, with George Jefferson and Wheezy, you want to talk about a racist show, that was a racist show. Now, we'll go to the second funniest TV show of that time, in my opinion. And that was All in the Family. Hell, there's an episode where Archie Bunker puts on blackface. Did everybody go running for the hills then? No, they laughed. And that was a huge success. And then there was a show that was on Friday nights on ABC that is probably one of my all-time favorite shows. I can't say it's one of the greatest, but it's one of my all-time favorites. It was about a man and a son, and they dealt in junk. And there was an episode once where the son was pulled over, and he got a ticket, and his father was fighting him in the courthouse. And that's where we got the most amazing line in television history. Look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. They didn't shut down the network because that was said. They got laughed. Did you hear the studio audience? Why? Because it's funny. Everybody's everybody's taking this, this hard turn in in their worlds where they don't allow themselves to laugh at things that are funny. There's a lot of shit that's funny out there that people won't laugh at. They would never laugh at a show like that. I don't know if you guys are on uh, what social media things you guys use, but on Instagram, there's a, a site I follow, Kids Getting Hurt. I could I could literally watch kid accidents all day long. I mean and, and they aren't like, you know, they're not getting hit by a bus or anything. That's not funny. But when you know, when when a kid's running and a dog takes the kid out, that's pretty fucking funny. Red Fox was clearly an Uncle Tom for saying that. Clearly. Yes. Yes, Red Fox was that. Look at the amp of diversity of the A-team. A black guy, a gay guy hiding his sexuality under the veneer of being a ladies' man, and a man suffering from mental illness. What a pioneering, groundbreaking show that was. Face was gay? Uh, What's that page name again? Asking for a friend. Oh, my God. 
I remember when we could laugh in this country and not have to worry about things. And by the way, if you, you want to watch shows, you want to say that people, here, here's someone great to look at right now. And, and look, look, look at how he did bring this country together racially. If you think about this, they punish people that try to bring this country together. Dave Chappelle. Fucking white people love Dave Chappelle. They'll go out of their way for Dave Chappelle to save Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle fucking bringing comedians out to Ohio during COVID. Look at all this good he's doing. Look at what he's doing for America's spirits. Well, he's transphobic. Well, let's cancel him. Let's get rid of him. Fuck him. He's trying to bring people together. No, he's not. He doesn't like gay people. Unbelievable. One after another. All right. Phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. Uh, we're going to take a break here, and we come back. The one, the only, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be in the house. Some have said down through history, if you last, it's a mystery. But I guess they don't know what they're talking about. From the mountains down to the sea, you've become such a habit with me. America, America. Well, I come from down round Tennessee, but the people in California are nice to me, America. It don't matter where I may roam, tell you people that it's home, sweet home, America, America. And my brothers are all black and white, yellow too. And the red man is right to expect a little from you. Promise and then follow through, America. All the men who fell on the plains and who lived through hardship and That didn't seem right, you let them come home, America. And my brothers were all black and white, yellow too. Expect a little from you 
said you get down the fiddle and you get down the bow Kick off your shoes and you throw them on the floor Dance in the kitchen till the morning light Louisiana Saturday night Waiting in the front yard, sitting on a log A single shot rifle and a one-eyed dog Yonder come our kinfolk in the moonlight Louisiana Saturday night Well, you get down the fiddle and you get down the bow Kick off your shoes and you throw them in the floor Dance in the kitchen till the morning light Louisiana Saturday night Jack, belly full of beer and a possum in a sack. Fifteen kids in the front porch light, Louisiana Saturday night. When the kinfolk leave and the kids get fed, me and my woman gonna slip off to bed. Have a little fun when we turn out the lights, Louisiana Saturday night. Well, you get down the fiddle and you get down the bow. Kick off your shoes and you throw them on the floor. Dance in the kitchen till the morning light. Louisiana Saturday night Yeah, you get down the fiddle and you get down the bow Kick off your shoes and you throw them on the floor Dance in the kitchen till the morning light Louisiana Saturday night And you throw them on the floor Dance in the kitchen till the morning light Louisiana Saturday night Now back to the Arnie State Show Also known as Ass Your ass look good I'm gonna violate that Wait, no, that's not Wait, wait Word Call 775-357-FANS. All right, welcome back to the big show here on a Thursday, a.k.a. Friday Eve. I don't know about you, but, like, you get excited about four-day weeks, but they don't go as fast as you think they should. Like, I woke up this morning thinking it was Friday. It's not. It's only Thursday. But that's good because that means it's Joe Murphy time. Got called Joe up right here. See how my main ombre is doing. Am I not calling the right number? Hmm. Let's see something here. Oh. Hmm. What number do I have for him in this phone? He just he just mentioned himself on the board here. Like Tahoe Joe Murphy says, I just pity the fool. Hold on here. Let's try this other phone. Okay. Oh, let's see. There we go. Hello. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. 
What's going on, Arnie? How are you, my friend? You know, well, I, not really good right now. I'm in Fallujah. Really? Yes. Whoa. Whoa! What did you do to go to Fallujah? Well, I, I was on vacation. You know, oh, meeting the kids, the family. We thought, what a great place to go. I imagine you know? pretty cheap. Well, the poppy fields are beautiful this time of year. <laughs> you know, so you know, I'm on trial for pep spikes. You know, for skewed me. You know, so I don't you know. I told him it was poppy, but no, they convinced us pep spikes. So I'm on trial. <laughs> well, good luck anyway, to you. I'll get through it. Don't you guys spread over me? Yeah. You know? uh, hey, hey, our prayers and thoughts are with you, Joe. Thank you, you can get Thank out you. of this just like Brittany Griner can. I'm gonna get. You know what? You should get somebody to write a letter to the president for you. Well, I, I would, but I want to get a letter written to somebody that can actually do something. <laughs> you know, so maybe that's what I want to do. Is, uh, so maybe I'll, uh, I'll have him write. Uh, boy, who could make it move? You know, because Joe's not going to do it for no, me. No, no, no. Kamala's he, not. He, you're, you're not going to get anything from Kamala. Oh, no, or that, or, or Omar up in Minnesota. No, no, no. You know who you should write? You should write Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon gets shit done. He's gotten you know, a number the, of people pregnant, and he, he, he has does. some sort of fucking he, career out of nothing. Call Nick I, Cannon. I, think, I actually think he broke Sean Kemp's record of <laughs> wives and children. Well, Sean, know, Kemp, yeah. Sean yeah. Kemp can stand next to a woman and she gets pregnant. Oh my god! Yeah, that happened to me once, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, then they accused me of roofies or whatever. It was yeah. all bullshit. Forget oh, it. That so, terrible time of the eighties. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. Uh. Joe, uh, your former university. I know that you are a proud corn husker. You 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 bleed corn husker red. I'll play um, the fight song right now. <laughs> <laughs> the University of Nebraska is hosting drag shows to fundraise for queer activism. You know, you know what? That that uh, doesn't surprise me. Here in Reno, we uh, here in Reno we um, have a drag queen. The drag queens read to the children in the Reno Library. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just. You know, there's nothing more to confuse your child than, you know, hey, Dad, why did I see you reading in a dress today? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, I mean, that, but they can't touch it. Oh, it's, and it's like, really, that's, that's why, are, why are our kids learning that? But they can't say, you know, I, I you know, Jesus or God. No, yeah. they can't say that. But they can go watch a drag queen. You know, it's just. These liberals, they're really getting to me. <laughs> they're starting to, huh? They really are. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're starting it, to be a big problem. It, it, it's funny to me that they cry so much, but we allow them to do so much. Like, like honestly, this doesn't surprise me at a college campus that this is going on, but it shouldn't be going on. They should be learning there. I know I sound like an old man, but come on. this is All this is doing is indoctrinating stupider kids. Yeah, I mean, and stupider right there. They yeah. just showed us what, what happens when you don't learn. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Maybe that's a word. I was just kidding. Back oh, off. Oh, hey, hey, I used it on purpose because the kids yeah. in college are already stupid. They can yeah. only become stupider. That's how dumb they stupid. fucking are. I have a friend of mine, and she gets really mad when she says littler. And I'm like, no, that would be smaller. Okay, I'm sorry. You know, but, uh, damn I, you for when, mansplaining when, that. 
What's that? I said, damn you for mansplaining that. I know. And when people say, I ain't got nothing. No, you ain't got anything. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you ain't got nothing, that means you have something. So whatever. I teach a class. I'm a life coach. You know that, right? I do know that. I do know that. You you know, you're dangerously sounding a little like Chris Payne. I'm just saying. No, no. No, I have something to say. Knock it off. (laughs) God. Hey, let's talk about what's going on in college football right now because it is complete and utter mayhem. I texted you over break about this story about USC and UCLA now going to the Big Ten. Yep, yep. And yep. and now the Big Ten, the Big Twelve is coming out saying who they're about to uh, invite to rejoin them to make the Big Twelve a worthwhile competition. It's not even worth reading. It's the team suck. I know. It's like Cleveland, yeah. it's Miami, uh, uh, Iowa. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're, aren't they talking about one of those group five teams, like joining the Big 12? Um, let's see. Uh, Big 12, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah were mentioned. Did like they say Colorado said- State? Uh, no, Colorado State's not in there. Neither is or there's also consideration of Oregon and Washington to make the Big Twelve an eighteen team league. You know Oregon's pissed they didn't get asked to go to the Big Ten. Because Big Ten's trying to compete with the SEC. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and it's gonna be like the AFC NFC of college is well, what'll happen and, and but uh, Oregon's pissed because in the, you know, they're marching into old what's-his-name's office, that Nike guy, and saying, what the fuck? Yeah, old <laughs> Phil Knight. Phil Knight, he's like, hey, wait a second, I didn't control this. Um, You have more money than fucking God, so can you maybe get us a league that, with some respect? I mean, but honestly, I look at this, and, and the first thing I think of is, well, what's happened to the Rose Bowl? Um, you know what? Listen, the days of, of being proud about your country, the Rose Bowl, the parade, the, the, the glamour, the pageantry, it's all gone. Yeah. It's all gone. It's just, it's all money. There's an entire NFL league that plays in Birmingham, Alabama. There's, <laughs> I mean, it's, there's only one bathroom at the, at the, at the elementary school. Right. Oh no, go ahead. Yeah. You know, yeah. No. Yeah, it's over, kid. Yeah, the, the days I, of, of decent stuff are over. Hey, Don't get there, them started. There's only one bathroom, but there are two water fountains, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but Gene, <laughs> there are two. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. Uh, isn't it weird how Birmingham won the USFL title as well? Well, they had home field advantage, obviously. <laughs> the, whole, the whole year. I know. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but this this whole idea of USC playing against like Rutgers that just doesn't make any sense to me at all. This is this is, yeah, and, and I, I understand know. that Texas. When, when I when I had to stop with Nebraska, Nebraska, Oklahoma, the day after Thanksgiving, you know, I, I've been to like three of those games. When that ended, it was like it's just. You know, I mean, and now guys, you know, I mean, guys are they're getting paid. College guys are getting paid. Uh, they're millionaires in college now. They don't even have to, you know, it, it, go to school, work hard, but have something to fall back on. If football doesn't go through, no, now I don't need nothing to fall back on. I just signed a million dollar contract, or, and and I haven't even taken a psychology course yeah, but yet. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing about it is. 
is that these deals they're signing, these NIL deals, it's not going to be around forever. This NIL thing is not going to be around. I, I will say that probably this year, maybe next year, will be the last year of it because we're going to be getting players that make more than the head football coach at the University of Alabama. Yeah, and well, that'll be tough because, you know, you know, of course, the school gets compensated if they wear their colors, you know, in their ads or whatever they do. Uh, so they get compensated. Too. But, you know, what Saban makes, what, like five million years or more than that? Uh, I think he's around seven and a half, anywhere from seven and a half to ten. He's the highest paid state employee in Alabama. He's the highest. What about the janitor in Selma? What about her? I mean, Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. What about the gander in Selma? That should you. be the highest. Amen eight. to that. Yeah, and, and, and Nevada, we we can't even hit a million. We're right below a million dollars for our football coach. Yeah, and and now they're going to be players in the league that make more than the University of Nevada's head football coach. And the University of Nevada has a good tradition in football. When they were a, a Division One AA team, they were amazing. They made the jump, and they they did participate. Now they're just in a shit conference. And they're never going to be heard from again. This is the end of small schools, by the way. Yeah, no, they're done. Yeah, no, they're done. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're not going to. Uh, we're not going to see a BYU come out of nowhere. We're not going to see an Appalachian State. We're not going to see any of that anymore because they're going to be well, too busy. BYU, but to- BYU is actually they, they consider them having one of the best recruiting, not best, but. BYU is kind of in there still a little. I, I know what you're saying, but yeah, mm-hmm. but the other ones like the Miami, Ohio's, and the uh, the Arkansas states and stuff like they're done. I mean, no, yeah. I, I brought up BYU because back in the day, BYU was not even thought of, and this is a team that rose up from those smaller conferences to be a part of what is talked about today as great college football schools, and we're never going to see that again. Yeah, we're never right. going to see a program right. built. It's going to be all these established programs, which I'm okay with because our programs are established. But it takes a lot of luster away from the college game. I told. I mean, it totally has. I mean, there's no more tradition. There's no more. You know, uh, just you know, your fight song. It's always the Big Ten versus the Pac. Uh, Pac Ten was with Pac Ten, Pac Eight at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, they played the Rose Bowl, and, and uh, Nebraska would be the Orange Bowl. The winner of the Big Eight. When I was there, it was the Big Eight. Yeah, but the Southwest Conference. We played in the Cotton Bowl. It was. It was a. It was a luxury. To play in that shithole of a stadium, but, hey, Cotton Bowl, it, yeah, it was. Yes. A, and and now the Cotton Bowl, the actual Cotton Bowl game, is actually played at AT and T Stadium. How stupid is that? Well, I know. I mean, it's not even played in the the name of the the stadium is the fucking Cotton Bowl, and the Cotton Bowl game is not even played there. And they haven't torn the Cotton Bowl down yet either. Oh, still standing there. It's oh, like just knocking. What the fuck? What happened to oh, me? No. Oh, Texas OU plays there every year. Oh, it's updated. It ain't good updated. It's still a hunk of shit stadium. But hey, Texas Oklahoma brings in a hundred million dollars over a weekend. They ain't well, losing that game. Yeah, yeah they're not. So they, they play at AT&T Stadium. But whose home field is that? Uh, um, SMU's. No, the Does Cotton Bowl. Mean? No, the Cotton Bowl is its own. Individual oh. stadium. SMU oh, used are- to play at Texas Stadium until they got the death penalty. Now they play at their stadium on their campus in middle of Dallas. Um, nobody plays at the Cotton Bowl. Well, I think the Shriners were trying to get a convention. <laughs> there, but- oh, like during the fair, 
They'll play the Texas OU game. Yeah. They have an HB uh, uh, historically black all college. You know, they have like Southern taking on Grambling or whatever. You know, or Prairie or Prairie View A and M. It's Southern versus Prairie View A and M. They play that game every year there too. So, you know, I've always wondered why they call them historically black colleges. Well, because uh, they, 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 <laughs> that's sarcasm. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have got a story for you, Joe, that is, I haven't seen a lot about this. And I'm wondering, I, I, I don't know. Um, an appeals court ruled that a letter that allegedly shows that Major League Baseball hid a Yankees sign stealing scheme could be unsealed. The letter, which was from Commissioner Rob Manafred to the Yankees, uh, Brian Cashman, was related to Apple Watch fiasco between the Yankees and Red Sox in 2015. The league fined Boston for illegally using the watch to relay signs to players, it said in a press release. The Yankees were uh, levied a smaller fine. But they're saying there's hypocrisy sounding the collective crying about the Astros scandal. It was spearheaded by the Yankees players and fans. So what would happen if it came out and that we found that the Yankees were cheating? Well, it, okay, I, I have to define cheating first off, okay? Number one, real quick, do you think it's okay for PGA players to use a rangefinder? The range, tell them how far you look through the binocular-looking thing. Tell them how far it is. Uh, personally, no. No, I don't. I don't like it either. I, I, yeah, I, I that's don't what my daddy's for. That's I, why I got that kid. Well, there's also these things called yard markers on golf courses that you just step off. I, I you know, I'm aware of those. I just can't reach them. <laughs> you know, I can't get out. <laughs> so, okay, so that, so that's I'm sure. But cheating if there's no electronics involved, there's still just the catcher, players on the field, and the guy gets a sign, a shortstop sees it, whatever, and uh, or the. Uh, the catch a sign and uh, it lets them know. That's not cheating to me. I, I don't. You're supposed to look and see if you can get. That's why they have, you know, in Little League, it's like one, two, and three. Fastball curve. Even though they don't have three pitches, right, they just right, think right. they do. You know, it's Little League. I'm giving my curveballs, uh, Skippy. You know, that's a bad boy. Look at that bender fall off the table. Um, <laughs> wow, look but, at you needing shoulder surgery when you're 17. Exactly. You have Tommy John surgery when you're six. <laughs> you know, you'll be fine, kid. You got a beautiful career out of you. Um, so, so when somebody steals a sign, there's no electronics involved. That's part of the game. But yeah, when you're relaying using electronic uh, stuff, uh, you know. What it's, about uh, the Astros <laughs> using trash cans? What's that? When the Astros used the trash cans, but they were signaled through uh, electronics. And they would hit the trash cans to let them know that a fastball was coming or a changeup was coming. So that's not legal. The, like, yeah, no, that's no. The, the way I look at no. it is this: if you got a runner at second base, and your catcher is flat, and and you guys haven't figured out how to change up the signs, of course the guy at second base is going to be relaying to the fucking batter because that's what we did in fucking growing up in little league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if you, uh, you know, because when you're, like I said, uh, I didn't finish that. And I forgot, you know, one, two, three, five. But, you know, when you get to the big, you're like an indicator. You know, you see the coach, he's just third base coach. Or the, he's up here, the shoulders over the head, top this, that. 
And, you know, and so it looks just like, what the hell is that? You know, uh, because they make it more complicated. There's an indie, you look for the indicator. Once you get the indicator, then the next move is what you're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. But that guy can sit, tap his head, tap belly over here. Okay, that's, you know, sniff some tobacco. <laughs> and then, uh, and then but, but they're very hard to pick up, but, you know, that's... Everybody well, well, wants an advantage. So the Yankees, the Yankees cheat right now. They just buy championships. When was the last time they bought a championship? You can't say, look, I hate the Yankees, but I don't care if they spend $100 trillion. It doesn't always work, and good for them. No, it doesn't always work. It doesn't. It, it's not. You're right. You know, they've won, what, 19 in a row? <laughs> well, I look, look, I look at it this way. When George Steinbrenner came in, I didn't like the Yankees back then. I don't like the Yankees today. He spent his money to develop a television network to broadcast his team's games and make his team a very popular team. I think that was a smart move. We didn't have bullshit salary caps in place, and he spent money on his team. Now, it doesn't always work, but I think it should be allowed to work. I hate salary caps. To me, salary caps are the worst thing to ever happen to sports. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are, but, you know, it's like – I, I want him to stay. I, 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 where is it going? I want him to stay in business. I mean, it's like you know, Fernando Gonzalez just signed a two years, $680 million deal. Hey, how much is the park here at Petco Park? $89.50? Okay, what is the hot dogs? $39.50. You know, it's I, I just, hear you. It's oh, crazy. hey, it, it, they're, they're going to have to have a come to Jesus at some point because at some point you, you're, you're pricing everybody out. It's crazy. Tell me right now, you take a family of four, mom, pops, two kids, you know, or, you know, you, you, and, you and your, your better half, mm-hmm. you take me and somebody, you know, pay for the whole thing, all expenses. You know, how much would that cost us to go to a Dallas Cowboy game? Oh, to a Dallas Cowboy game? Forget about it. Yeah. I was hoping they were going to say <laughs> Hot dogs, parking, what, the, oh. what do you say? Throw it in there. Oh, fuck. Uh, let's see. We buy, I can't buy them damn level 400 tickets anymore, but those are the cheapest. So those are about 150 each. So there's uh there's six hundred and tickets. Parking fifty to park. So there's okay. six fifty. Um drinks and shit, another hundred dollars that day. So probably you know, seven, eight hundred dollars. Yeah, no, and I'm there, it's a grand. Just say a grand. Yeah, a grand. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. They, and it's killing like to me, it's killing the whole thing. Like I don't it's know. Totally who's killing it. It's totally you want the kids there with their gloves and the whole you know, families and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, you, it, 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 you, you've you got to be like a, a Tiger Woods to go to a baseball game. I well, mean, it's these crazy. people that have season tickets, what is it now? Is it just companies that are buying season tickets? Because oh, yeah. I don't know who can afford a fucking season ticket. Jesus, those are expensive as shit. My, my sister has season tickets to the Padres down in San Diego. Which, wow. Which she's always at the games. And that stuff. But I uh, see... I think she toned down. She took a lesser package this year, but it was a lot. But, uh, you know, she had good seats. My sister, of course, never never picked up a ball in her life, was a real girly girl Uh and everything. And now, because her daughter, she she sees, like, every Padre. I'm like, really, Mary? I'm a Padre fan. I've I've seen him twice or whatever. Oh, yeah, she goes to every game, big fan. Yeah, I'm sure you are. (laughs) I worked my whole life to be a fan, and you just took it away from me. Yeah. uh... (laughs) 
let it out, Joe. Just let it all out, my friend. Sometimes you got to let it go. I'm only one man, you know? <laughs> uh, speaking of letting it go, the Browns finally let Baker Mayfield go. Oh, man, this has been such a horrible saga. He has finally traded to the uh, Carolina Panthers for a conditional fifth-round pick. I, you know, I went to Rockland last week, was trying to work out with the Niners. They told me to leave. It was bullshit, but whatever. You know, I mean, he was hanging around the Browns, and apparently they told him to leave, too. Uh, so he's with the he's with the Panthers. Yes. No, no. Yeah, the Panthers, correct? Yes. I, let me remind you something, buddy. Cam, I'm back. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's why we have 19 interceptions. We know you're back, Cam. Okay, buddy. <laughs> How long did Cam sign for? Did he only just sign for the end of last year? Is he in this year, too? Well, he has a probation stint in Oregon after that. I think. Oh, okay. He's got to get out. No, I don't know. I have no idea that if he's, on, if he's got to fight for the job or what. But. You think Baker Mayfield has to fight for the job? I, that's a tough call. I, I, I'm not sure who's, who's, who's I mean, looking over his shoulder, but I mean, yeah. I, probably not. Probably not. He's probably obviously the projected starter. Wow. Man, oh, man. That, I, I, I tell you what, that's kind of despicable what they did to him, but I, I still find it funny just because I don't well, like him. Um, we uh, laugh. We laugh. We have but they still go to the bank with that paycheck. I, mean, yeah. like, I don't give a fuck. I'll play for the Montreal Alouettes if they pay me enough. You know, it's like. Now, Joe, what are your fondest memories of ball games? Like being at a ball game, not working the game, just going to a baseball game. What are some of the things that you remember that you that you you miss? Um, well, you know, I could be a total dork and be like, "Oh, the smells." Um, but uh, I miss, you know. Um, I went to a lot more minor league games. I went to a ton of minor league games, and they were they were really cool because you know these are the guys you got to hang around. Maybe you went to the Pepper Mill and saw them or something, and uh, you got to know them. I, I told you I had a couple. Of, Mitch Williams lived at my house uh, sure. for a couple of years, and so and then all of a sudden they're in the bigs, and and he's you know giving up the home run pitch, Joe Carter. So that's really cool about the minor league thing. It's, it's me getting to know players. My mom wouldn't even, hey, mom, this is Mitch. He's going to be staying with us. He throws 105 miles an hour. So we're trying to, we're banking on him. But bring, 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 Papa needs a pair of new shoes. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, so that, but, so the big league games, you know, the biggest thing for me is if you're in Oakland, do not bring your pack of cigarettes out. You will be mobbed. Hey, bro, can I get a smoke? You know, don't ever bring your smokes out. Uh, that's a, just a tip. Uh. Well, I bring up this story because there's, there's one of my, my fascinations with the game of baseball is just taking in everything, being in one of those cathedral-like ballparks. I remember going to Bush Stadium as a kid because my sisters lived in St. Louis. And there was a certain smell that, that went along with the ballpark. And I get that now here in, in the new Rangers park. And one of my favorite things were the concession guys, the guys going up and down. And the peanut guys, especially because they would wing the peanut bags and they would hit the people all the time. Yeah, well, but, you, know, that, that, you know what? That, that guy almost got hired. Baker Mayfield barely got traded. Yeah, I to, know, right? To, yeah, because you know? they, they – uh, 
uh, but, you know, those guys are good. Yeah. After, the only thing at Nebraska is they would if they you throw he throw the dog up the hot dog and he'd make it to you and you're supposed to take the foil unwrap your hot dog put your money in the foil and throw the foil back nice. to the guy. Nice. Well, <laughs> the days of doing that at Dodger Stadium are over. Unless you're a crip or blood, then you're fine. Yeah. Uh, Roger Owens, who's been pitching peanuts for the Dodgers for 59 years, is is is, is stepping down because they say the practice is just too dangerous. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. No, Guess what? You know what's something I never knew? Coffee's hot until I read the cup. I had no wait, idea. Wait, 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 wait. I've been to plenty of games. It's not like <laughs> Nolan Ryan is fucking is 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 in the windup and he's yeah. delivering the peanuts at 109 miles an hour. It's tossed to you for God's sake. It's a bag of fucking peanuts. How is that dangerous? If it's too aggressive, get the cotton candy next time, for God's sake. I mean, meanwhile, Aaron Judge just chewed a ball down the right field line and took out a kid. But no, that's fine. But don't throw that popcorn at me, you dirty son of a bitch. (laughs) Throwing peanuts is too dangerous. It's aggressive, and it should be stopped. I'm going to get on I you know, swear to God, what has happened to America? Oh, uh, you know, I... I you know I, what? You know, you know what? I want to know who fucking reported that. Somebody, some fucking Karen, went up to, and got her season tickets and went to the Dodgers front office and said, you know what happened the other night? We were enjoying yeah. the game, and that doggone peanut vendor threw it and it hit a person's hand and it bounced off and it went into my kamikaze and we are allergic to corn yeah oh yeah yeah and my daughter has a peanut allergy and she almost died (laughs) yeah meanwhile right outside dodger stadium the the guy one guy's just jumping for joy because he found a plastic fork with two times in it and he can eat top ramen now and you're complaining about you know, hopefully the Mercedes starts when you leave here. Right, right. You know, the, the other side of Dodger Stadium, they're savagely beating a fan of the other team <laughs> and putting him in the hospital because that's what they do at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to a, a professional game in L.A. or Oakland or whatever, completely different than any other place. You know, you go to Green Bay, you don't fear for your life when you go to the game. No. You can you know, I wear USFL jerseys all the time to Green Bay. Nobody <laughs> bothers me, but as soon as I go to Oakland. <laughs> all right, we got one more story here, and, and uh, I got sent this one this morning. I figure you can help me with this one here. Uh, the State Fair of Texas, which will be happening the, uh, the first or the last two weeks of September, first two weeks of October. We are known for our fair food, and we have a list of the semifinalists this year. Would you like to go through these with me? Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right. The first one we have up is the Bayou Bowl. Now, I can imagine that probably has uh, crawdads in there and shrimp and gumbo and all kinds of shit. And it's served by the MyPillow guy, so it's beautiful. Uh, Let me just say this right now. Uh, I did not heed my own warning last year. I ate the deep-fried lobster. Uh, I have a rule. No 
seafood at fairs. I did not adhere to that rule last year, and I should have. We can, I think you should have had as much seafood as you wanted and then got on the devil's revenge ride or whatever. <laughs> you know. I, it, I mean, yeah. The, so, it is, so it's a little too spicy? Is that what you're saying? No, it's fish cooked at the fair. That's what I'm talking about. Dude, the fish down at 7-Eleven is unbelievable. <laughs> I have it all the time. Okay, the next one is the Cajun Lobster Bisque Croquets. Once again, seafood, fair, not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, a fish food truck, you know, fish food truck. Oh, okay, we're, yeah, it's fresh in from Seattle. Yeah, but you left Seattle like last week. That's great. Yeah, we still got the same fish. Fresh. Um, okay, the, go ahead. Yeah. The Chichiteron Explosion Nachos. Now, yeah, there's going to be explosion, all right. Your yeah. wife's not going to be happy about it. Let me now, tell you that. That one's not too bad. How about the Crispy Dilly Dog? What is I it? love the Crispy Dilly Dog. I have no idea what that is. Hold on a second. We, we have to look up Dilly Dogs real fast because I, I need to know what this is. Dilly Dog. <laughs> oh dear lord this is oh gross what? god damn it i hate these fucking people these I are the know, people but... that take corn dogs right and they stuff them with a pickle and then the hot dog is in the pickle that's Wait, gross the, the, the hot dogs in the middle of the pickle yeah i am not chewing on some guy's pickle no. just to get to his hot dog no. it's not gonna happen no that's gross <laughs> it is gross that is gross that is really, that's stupid. I mean, that, that's, that's horrible. Uh, uh, the deep stupid. fried BLT. Now, that's kind of a BLT Monte Cristo, probably. Yeah. Oh, I like the sounds of that. Yeah. These next couple are pretty damn good. How about this? The deep fried brisket cheese sticks. Yep, sign me up no. for that. Dude, I'm all over that. I'm not even Jewish. I mean,. <laughs> The deep-fried lasagna roll. How do? Man. Wow. The deep-fried lasagna. You know, that's like, uh, doesn't Jack in the Box have the deep-fried mac and cheese? I think so, yeah. Oh, that's fucking fantastic. <laughs> I know. Um, the deep-fried Texas country cookout. They don't tell what's in that, but I imagine there's some brisket in there probably, maybe some baked beans. Oh, dude, there's like three different, there's like a Hereford, a Longhorn, there's like three different breeds of cattle that are in that thing. I mean, come on. Uh, the Dim Sum Loco Burritos. Gotta have a little South Korean, as you say, Dim Sum. Dim Sum and burritos, so a fusion of Korean and Mexican. The Fried Chartoucherie Boards. Okay, throw my salami in the grease pit. That's fine. Whatever. Just can I get back to my seat, please? Now, why are these a thing? I know that these things are making a huge comeback. These chartoucherie boards or whatever the fuck they're called. It, this it, it's replacing the vegetable plate. Thank God, because at least there's some fucking meat on it. Didn't you hate that person <laughs> who always oh, showed up? All I cared about, all I cared about, from Thanksgiving through New Year's, because remember it was New Year's when college football was over. You know yeah. that was it. You know, Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, the big games. Uh, all from from Thanksgiving on, it was salami and cheese all every day. I just every day's a holiday. Mm -hmm. I just loved it. Salami and cheese—that's my charcuterie. And uh, 
because I just love eating salami and cheese. That's why right now my cholesterol is at like 975. Well, there you go. See, see, you got to take advantage of the vegetable plate. Um, how about the fried soul food egg roll? I might have um, to try that. There might be there, there, that. Well, I don't know if there's collard greens in there. I'm not going to like it. Okay, the soul food egg roll. So, soul food. What kind of meats in that thing, or no meat? What's going on in that thing? Uh, I'm I'm betting that there's probably some some good old barbecued yard bird in there. Maybe some ribs. I don't know, but yeah, I know there's there's probably going to be some some collard greens there, and I'm not a fan of collard greens. No, I you know what I, I don't even know if I've ever eaten collard greens. I mean, what, it's just like some kind of you know, grass or leaf. What I mean, what what is a collard green? I, I, tr- I, I, I tried them it. once and they were disgusting, so I never had them again. I have no idea what they are. I know they're nasty with a capital T. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm not in. I'm not looking for them. And, uh, Jimmy whole, Walker, yes. JJ Walker makes a great uh, deep fried soul. <laughs> uh, uh, how about the holy biscuit? I don't know what that means, but it sounds good. Well, that's they serve that at Notre Dame. Okay. <laughs> the, Pope, well, the Pope's recipe. We have, uh, let's see, waffle sliders. Now, that's not too bad. Now, are you a, are you a fan of waffles with chicken? Uh, I am, but uh, very limited. I, I think it got blown up too big. You want? I want a sausage or, or a sizzling like a uh, link. With my stuff, I, I the chicken, you know, I'll have a sandwich later, but yeah, you know, I don't like the chicken at breakfast is kind of weird. I, I gotta go with uh, you know, I like greasy uh, uh sausage or bacon. Now, I'll take a great if you serve me a one pound ham steak, I'll jump all over it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the Texas Ranch Hog Wings. Now, if I <laughs> if if I know correctly, I, I don't know if he serves them all the time, but on Slater's Ding a Wing truck. He mm-hmm. does sometimes do uh like hog legs, like 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 uh pork legs. He deep fries them and they're phenomenal. They are amazing, but not as amazing as his egg rolls. If he ever is making his egg rolls, get them. They're so go to Slater's Dinger Wing yeah. and have the egg rolls. Mm-hmm. Well, and people and don't, you wings. know. Have you ever had pig's feet? No, I've never had pig's feet. Not bad. You know, don't knock it till you try it. That's okay. what you're saying about the. You'd be amazed. And, and, you know, I would rather eat any part of the freaking pig than, than, than some, like, little crawfish. Like, I'm eating some cockroach. I, don't, I can't do the crawfish. The little eyes looking at me. So, and, so you'd go from the rooter to the eyes. tutor. You'd go to the rooter to the tutor before you would have a fucking crawdaddy. I, well, listen, I am friends with Bobby Flay, so let's just calm down. And, you know, and, and there's a kitchen nightmare every night in my place, okay? So, but I would, uh, I just can't do you, your grandma, and they just still, why do they eat everything on it? I mean, the lobster, we just take the tail. We don't have to look, you know, look at, the, they're the insects of the sea. And I, I just have a hard, I have a hard time. I, I've had them. But then you like suck their thing out. You know, I'd just rather take a knife and a fork, you know. And okay, we've got a few uh, a sweet treats here to eat. Uh, the this one will make the finals. These are the quarterfinals. This deep fried Bucky's. They have these. We have this 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 gas chain here in Texas called Bucky's, and they have like a hundred pumps of gas. And then you go into the store, and it's as big as a grocery store. 
and they have these these Bucky Nuggets. I've never had them. I, I never wanted them. They look like they're they're popcorn, but it's one. So deep fried Bucky's. That's gonna make it. Now it looks like popcorn, but it's what? It, it it's got like some sort of covering on it, like 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 it's uh, butterscotch popcorn or something. It looks like okay. But don't don't make that. That'll make the finals, of course. Now oh, you're having the you're having a showdown for what worst stadium food? Is that what you're telling me? No, no. This is what's going to make it. These are the finalists for the the quarter finalists for the State Fair of Texas. Oh, 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 this is actual fan voting. And oh, the yeah, fine oh, yeah, these are, actual, these are actual th- things that are on the, the, the menu this year. Uh, all right, so we got the deep-fried praline cheesecake egg roll. As soon as mm. you put praline in there, that's another word for pecan, so get that shit the fuck out. I know, let, let's throw some caramel on my uh, egg. That sounds great. Like, Yeah, I... The deep fried. I'm, I'm, I'm against. Uh, uh, I'm against pineapple on pizza, and I'll I'll go to court for that. <laughs> He'll go to court for it. Okay. Yeah, I'll fight it every inch of the way. That you're tooting. Uh, how about the deep fried strawberry shortcake crunch roll? Uh, I, oh well. Okay, here we go. I had I used that lip gloss in high school. <laughs> we, we've got two here that that I can only imagine. The first one is called the Fat Elvis. Oh, man. Elvis had some sandwiches back in the day. He would hollow out a loaf of bread. This is this is a true story. He would hollow out a loaf of bread and fill it with an entire jar of peanut butter and an entire jar of jelly, and then he would fry it and just sit there and eat that all day. And he'd eat yes. three of those a day. I forget to take my high blood pressure medication. He has like a staff of five people to wake him up for his hamburger or his pill or his, you know, whatever. I mean, uh, that guy was, towards the end, I I had some family that saw him at the end. And he, it's almost like they had to stand up and prop him up. You know, it was so bad. But uh, uh, poor old Elvis. I I heard the movie wasn't very good either. I think it's tanking at the the box office. No, I thought the movie was fantastic. And Did I'm you really? Oh, I'm a huge Elvis guy. My sister, this is just for my sister who I shouldn't trust. No, I should. She's my sister. I love you, Mary. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, but uh, she said it was all about his manager. Well, yeah, that, like that. That, that's what this movie was mainly about, was how Colonel Tom Parker fucking screwed Elvis. When Elvis died, he was worth $5 million. I want you to think about that. Now, in 1977, <laughs> that is a lot of money, $5 million. But by today's standards, that's $20 million. We're talking about the biggest entertainer in the fucking world. He still leads. They have a thing. The, a dead, the dead person that makes the most money a year, and they're dead. And I think Elvis still leads that category. It's like the dead. You know, they're dead. Like Michael Jackson. No, Michael Jackson probably took over that. You know, they're dead, but yeah. they still make more money than Marilyn Monroe's estate is out, uh, outrageous how much Marilyn Monroe makes today. And Elvis and them are now his 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 family and that, everything that they've done, all the work they've done, now it's worth about a half a billion dollars, the Elvis estate. Yeah. And, but, and you know why? Because, like, in Vegas, no more Elvis, buddy. You can't yeah. be Elvis. You want to pay the ride. Mm-hmm. You know, the Elvis preachers, you know, at at wedding chapels and stuff like that. The last food I'm going to tell you about, I might have to try. 
the smoked bacon wrapped cookie dough balls. Bacon wrapped cookie dough balls. I have a, I have a, a chef friend of mine who is a connoisseur of the bacon wrapped item. So these are bacon wrapped. What did you say? Cookie dough, like raw cookie, cookie dough. dough. No, no. Oh, that's sweet you know and savory right there. It does sound really, really, really good, but. I still, I, you know, if I still, if I'm walking down the street, if I still ask if I can uh, lick the beaters, you know, when somebody's making cookies, <laughs> you know, my mama, you want to lick the beaters? Uh, yes, it didn't go over well in the hood at yeah. all. But, Pardon me, can I lick your beaters? Can I lick your beaters? Are you done making that? Oh, I'm sorry. That's, uh, that's, oh, is that, oh, color green. Apologize. No, I, I don't like those. Boy, that would be a great t shirt to make. Can I lick your beaters? I think you're beating. What if you make it? Yeah, my mom would make. You know, remember the old mixer you know have with the two, mm-hmm. the two things going around. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and real people had that meat grinder on the end of their. You oh, grind yeah. your beef. You yeah. wouldn't get it all, you know, already made up. You you'd have to grind it way back in the day. Way back in the day. That's back in the day before. I remember the first microwave we got was humongous. I remember the first microwave. And and we had to actually turn the dial, and the dial turned. The dial moved. We didn't have all this fancy digital shit like they have now. Yeah, and defrost, and this, and that. It's like now you can you can make a three layered wedding cake in your microwave. You know, it's like no, you can't. It's just microwave. Yeah, it's, and and by the way, don't get me started on air fryers and all the shit you can do in that because I'm still confused in that world. <laughs> I know. Dude, there's something for every ice makers. There's something for everything. Nobody does anything from scratch. Like we said, what happened to America? Nobody makes, you know, pasta, pasta, makes the pasta. No, we don't, they go buy the pasta. They go buy, you know, some of, you know, you talk to some of their grandparents or some, they're shocked. You know, they, they, they make, my mom used to make a lot of stuff from scratch you know she oh, would yeah. bake a cake and it wasn't it wasn't from betty crocker it wasn't some milk and some eggs in, in a box you know she used to bake cake my grandma and and thank god i got to be a part of that amen you i know, mean stuff like that I, I mean it's amazing that you had the cow in the backyard that she would milk for the milk to go into the cake i mean since you made it from scratch that you pasteurized the actual milk there in your kitchen and then put that into the cake. That's an amazing feat that your mom did. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, she did. But I'm going to tell you right now. I have family, uh, which I'd like to say. Uh, my godmother just passed away. My godfather passed away years ago. They have a ranch up in uh, Paradise Valley, north of Winnemucca. Another place I went every summer. Uh, I didn't have a, a dad growing up, so my mom wanted a positive role figure, a male role model in our lives, mm-hmm. me and my brother. So we go up to the ranch. And get the shit kicked out of us every summer when we're like 12, 13, and uh, and we slaughter cattle. You know, I I, yeah. I see where the, I, I trust me, I know where the hamburger came from. I, I fell for that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he took a 22 to the temple, and then my, my cousin would jump in with a giant bowie knife right after my uncle would pop him right in the top of the head and slit his throat. Painless. Looks brutal, but guess what? Hey. He's dead. Didn't feel things. Damn right, and he tasted good. That's all that matters. Yeah, oh, it tasted great. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'd make jerky out of it, uh, deer jerky, blood sausage. There you go. Back when, back yeah. when we all did stuff like that. All right, Joe. Well, hey, I'm gonna let you go, buddy. We will talk again next week. Thank you for being here, my friend. 
Okay, super quick. I had one question. Yes, sir. Um, what what are you better at? Because you know, like the best golfer in the world, Tiger Woods. Okay. Okay. Best uh, basketball player. Well, we we don't know. Maybe maybe this guy maybe back best baseball. Totally, you know, hard. But uh, is there something that you are the best guy in the world? You know it. The best I win championships. I would say probably. Am I the best? Well, I like to say broadcasting that I'm the best in the world at it. I mean, that, that helps feed my uh, feed my ego. I think I would probably be the best in the world at shooting snot rockets. Wow. That's you. I don't want to party with you, but thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's not about, you know, and that's good. You know, somewhere in the world, you know, every day, somewhere in the world, somebody took the largest crap. You don't know who you are. <laughs> you probably you may have taken the largest crap today, and you don't ever know. Yeah, uh, every day it could be different. If, yeah, I mean, somewhere out there, somebody, you know, laid a fucking uh, redwood. Um, <laughs> me, there's no doubt about it. Probably two categories, but lip syncing. You, I, I am the world's greatest lip singer. I do a mean air guitar. I okay. fucking rock on the air guitar. Don't get me, you know, started. But, but uh, lip syncing. I, I, last night, I, I think I realized that I got potential in that field. Okay. All right. Uh, somebody just <laughs> put one in for me. Making crank calls. I'm pretty damn good at crank calls. That's you know you know you would be good at that. I think oh, you'd yeah. be really good at that. Oh, I've called the CDC a number of times. I got the CDC to admit that anal sex was okay during COVID times. Well, you got to keep that thing warm. Somebody's got to go somewhere. Amen. I mean, All right, Joe. Hey, uh, I will talk to you next week, my friend. Have a great weekend, buddy. Always a pleasure. Thanks so much, Arnie. All right, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody, the one and only, and he'll be back next week again.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh, welcome back to the big show here on a Thursday. want to say thank you to Braddy Kidd for sending me this uh, this morning with the title, You'd Make a Bank. So let me, let me stop this so we can download this and watch this video. You guys, I have literally found the world's shittiest side hustle. Don't believe me? Let me show you. Okay, so first you're going to go to openbiome.org. It's actually a nonprofit organization that does research with poop. Next, you're going to go up here to everyone and go down to stool donation. You're going to click that. And it's going to bring you over here where you will come down and apply to become a Poop With Purpose stool donor. From there, as you can see, you get paid to poop up to $1,500 per month. Not so bad. Well, so there you have it. I mean, a side hustle that could potentially help you save somebody's lives. Who knows? So, I mean, maybe it's not so shitty after all. Thank you. I, I would make bank. That those those were her exact words. I would make bank at that. I would make up to fifteen hundred dollars a month. They would probably pay me at least double that. I mean <laughs> Don't mean to break your heart, Arnie, but that website is no longer taking shit. Oh no. It's too late. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Oh, I did I did a bit about that once on stage. The people that work at the 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 uh where the center where the poop is sent, <clears throat> they must hate Christmas and birthdays because of what their job has done to them. I want you to think about this. Think back when you were a kid. You were so excited when you got something in the mail. And if it was a box, oh my God. And now, this person who, who lived a, an entire childhood opening boxes and being happy, now every day has to open a box and it's full of somebody else's shit. That person does not know joy anymore. Oh, that would be the worst job in the world. Arnie would need two boxes, at least. Uh, Oski26, good morning, ass family. Long time since my last check-in. Hope everybody's doing awesome. Oski, how are you, my friend? Nice to see ya. <laughs> I would be such an asshole with this, though. I take it to the post office. Pardon me. Stool sample coming through. Stool sample coming through. I love, to me, the word stool is one of those fantastic words to use out of nowhere. It is so good. That is such a proper term for poop. Call somebody a stool sample and see what happens. It's magical. Maybe just a really big box would suffice. Yeah, I, I put it in the uh, paper towels and then put it in the envelope. So here you go. 
Stool sample coming through. Saving lives. Need to get to the front of the line. This is starting to get a little ripe. I thought it was illegal to send infectious material through the mail. Oh, do we have a scandal a-breaking. Holy shit! Holy shit! Now, now, I, I am not going to be right on this, but in a bizarro world, in a bizarro world, I would be able to play this. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! Um, there is a story going around that on June the 12th, Prince Harry appeared to be with a woman with blonde hair by his side. And the reports is uh, that, that, there may have been a little uh, of the uh, hoopty doopty going on. Uh huh. So you say, okay, wait, hold on. I, w- I want to get to this part where they describe this gal, the blonde gal. Oh man, can they? Can they? If he ends up with a white chick, can they call him a racist now? That would be fantastic. Um, Apparently a source spilled of the blonde and sweaty player. They were hanging all over each other. Everyone was talking about it. Furthermore, the source claimed that Markle was upset when she saw how affectionate the woman was towards her husband. And what the Duke of Sussex did did wasn't allegedly the smartest move on his part. Oh, boy. Oh, is he putting the royal tallywhacker in somebody else? Oh, there's problems. Boy, this will be an expensive divorce. I I think this divorce, man, this could rival Eileen and Tiger's. Because we really don't know how much he's really, really worth. Like, you know, Granny's got some side bank accounts set for him. Because he's the baby. Oh, man. They got divorced. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be so awesome. Well, he's just like his daddy. Just like his daddy. Mm Mm-hmm. Cheating on Meghan Markle. More than, oh, Bezos is going to be the big. Yeah, Bezos will still be the biggest. Because we aren't going to get, uh, the, the thing with this, we won't get the true financial scope of this one. <laughs> Let's just hope that one's true, shall we? Now, this story... Uh, <clears throat> I've never cared for this actress. I thought she was always stuck up. Is she hot? Yeah, she's fairly hot, but 
her attitude. They they have this new thing now on Facebook where they rank people. Okay, so she's a 10, but she has bad hygiene. So you take her down to like a four. Hayden Penitary, it was probably about an eight. But her attitude makes her about a one and a half. You really think she knows what he's worth? Oh, I bet you she can find out. Oh, I bet you she has ways. Um, she said she was addicted to opioids and alcohol for years. Now, she's only 32. She admits drug abuse became so severe she nearly suffered liver failure and was forced to send her daughter to live with her dad, Vladimir Klitschko, in Ukraine. Now, I got to say this. I can probably understand why this young lady is in so much pain. You think about it. Hayden Penitary is about, what, 4 foot 10, maybe, 4 9. She ain't tall. She's real short. Oh, damn near a midget, but not really. And she was married to Vladimir Klitschko. Now, first of all, Vladimir Klitschko is from the Ukraine. And people from the Ukraine are usually really, really large people. Now, that to go along with the fact that he's from the Ukraine and and from things we've heard, you know, men on the, the, uh, the, the, the Eastern European block there are pretty well endowed, if you will. And he was like 6'8". So his penis had to be at least two and a half feet long. And he ruined her. I, I mean, I, I would have to be on Vicodin, too. After getting a fucking a vag pounding like she would be getting from, from Vladimir Klitschko, I can understand why she's on pain medicine. I mean, my God. And if he ever, oh, good God, if he ever thought about going to the no-no spot, good God. That gal would have to walk around town with a rolling pin in her ass to keep her shit in. She admits she was abusing opioids and alcohol while she was filming Nashville. Said she reached a stage where she almost couldn't live without them. Gave birth to their daughter, uh, Kaya, now seven. The, The baby just walked out by the way. Her relationship with the father, Vladimir, fell apart because of her addiction, and they split up after nine years together. So there you go. She's coming clean about it, but I'm just going to tell you that that, mm -hmm. (laughs) that's not entirely true. I have a friend. Well, from everything we've heard, Vladimir Klitschko is like, he he can be in that party with with John Hamaconda, John Ham. Aconda, Michael Fassbender, Idris Elba, from what we understand. Man, oh man, that poor little girl. <whistles> Boy, you want to talk about a spinner. I mean, he could roast her open uh, over an open fire. He just keeps turning her over and over and over again. But now she's clean. She's getting her act together. Good for her. Wants to restart her life. 
She's in People magazine. I was on top of the world and I ruined it. I don't know if you're necessarily on top of the world. I mean, all you got to do is look at a picture of Vladimir Klitschko and you go, I don't want that guy coming anywhere near me in the daytime, let alone nighttime, and he's aroused. Oh, she says she's five foot tall. Well, that means she's four foot seven because they all lie about their height. So there you go. Klitschko means clit killer in Ukraine. I'm talking about being loose after a big one. No, no, not, we're talking a five foot tall versus six eight. Ain't going back into place, Doc. You're gonna have to throw at least eighteen or nineteen more stitches in there. Mm-mm-mm. Now there's a new pill out there. <clears throat> For all you know, it has nothing to do with abortions. There's a new pill that costs one pound. I guess you can only get it in Europe right now. That will prevent hangovers. After 30 years of research, the new pill called the Merkel could prevent Brits suffering hangovers as it works to prevent the body absorbing alcohol. So, wait, 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 okay. The miracle pill, which claimed to cure hangovers, has been launched in the U.K. Experts say uh, it's a mix of probiotics and made from the human body's own natural bacteria, poop, combined with amino acids and other stuff that I can't pronounce. You take it. It's a pre-drinking pill that works. Now, wait a second. If your body can't absorb the alcohol, how do you get fucked up? Researchers said that people who drank two glasses of wine after taking the pill had an average of 50% less alcohol in their blood after 30 minutes. Oh, this is not good. This, no, 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 no. This, this is not good. Do you know what's going to happen? Did, <laughs> so what's going to happen now is people are going to take a fucking pill with every drink they have. I know alcoholics. I know how we think. I, I, I do. My, look, I, I, I saw it firsthand with my own father. My own father, who I dearly, I, I miss and I dearly love and I talk to on a daily basis. One of my favorite things to hear would be when he would be going to the doctor to get checked up. Those were my favorite stories because he would, he would call and we'd be talking. He goes, ah, I got to go to the goddamn doctor tomorrow. Blood pressure, cholesterol. He was always worried about his blood pressure and cholesterol, right? And I go, you've been taking your medication? Well, I did today. What he would do the day before, and this is no joke. This is, this is hand-to-God shit here. He would take probably like, if he was supposed to take one of his blood pressure pills, he'd probably take four of those, and he would probably take like four of his, his cholesterol pills. He'd go the next day, and the levels would show that he was okay. And I'm like, Dad, you're cheating the system. Oh, God damn it. I'll just say, I want to eat what I want to eat. But, oh, it was so funny. The alcohol industry is jizzing over this. They're like, take the fucking drug and then drink and drink and drink some more. Keep buying our products. Yeah, I'm surprised the alcohol industry hasn't sponsored this. 
Because if you don't absorb the alcohol, do you know what alcoholics do? They drink more. Okay, so, oh, by the way, this is a vegan product. Everybody be, everybody be happy. It's vegan. I know who this pill is for. Do you know who this pill is for? This pill is for the assholes that get drunk like once or twice a year. Yeah, there's this new thing now on TikTok where they, they show people going to weddings. And, like, the, the guy will go, uh, hi, I'm Jimmy, and this is my first drink of the night. And then it shows him next. Jimmy, it's That's who this is for. This is for asshole drinkers. That, 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 that's what I consider you people to drink once or twice a year as asshole drinkers. How dare you call yourself even drinkers? Drinkers drink. Yeah, this isn't for us. Alcoholics out there, uh, hear me. This pill is not for us. This pill will kill your liver. Man, I drank 48 beers last night. I ain't even hung over. I got to go get some more of that miracle, though. Uh, the, the, the founder of the company or the chief executive says, while Miracle is no way designed as an excuse to drink beyond guidelines, nor does it stop you getting drunk, we are really convinced Miracle is a game-changing product for those regular, moderate drinkers. If you want to stay in business... You're gonna need to. You're gonna need to market this towards the alcoholics, because anything that will let them drink longer, they'll drink. <laughs> Jokes on you guys. My liver is already shot. Like I found out an interesting story that uh, I, I didn't know this. Like growing up, like I had no idea about this because I, I didn't do drugs. I, I until my thirties. Um. But when I took my DUI class, I, I remember I, I remember it vividly walking in, sitting there, and being in this classroom. And I had to do 52 weeks in this classroom. Drinking guidelines. I drank till I passed out. Yeah, exactly. I was out or passed out. Exactly. That's how we drink. But I remember sitting in this class, and I blew a .16 pretty good. I was pretty proud of that. And that was after what we we added up to be about 40 drinks that night. I wasn't anywhere even near the top when it came to blood alcohol levels. There are people in there with threes. And I'm like, how, how do you have a point three? And I found out that they would use either like meth or, or, or cocaine or whatever and that kind of sobers you up to where you keep drinking even more, but the blood is still in your, in, in the alcohol is still in your blood. So that's how they get these astronomical numbers. You look at it and you go, how are you alive? Oh, man. Good Lord. By the way, I, this is a product I would not have taken. Like, like, you, you want you want a trick? I'm going to tell you a trick. 
as an alcoholic, as a fat alcoholic. If you don't want to have a huge problem, and I did this over the course of a weekend, and it was a bad idea on my part because I didn't care for it much. Um, take, take a lot of vitamin B before you go out and drink. Real story here. If you take a lot of vitamin B, the, v, the, the, the vitamin B will flush your system, and you pee like a fucking racehorse. So if you want to pee out all your alcohol, vitamin B would be the way to go. Uh, it's the Coke. I've had a few friends who swear by it. I've never done Coke, nor ever will, but I've seen it work. Oh, yeah, I've seen I, I I've heard about it. I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen it, but I, I, I've heard about it, and I know it worked. So, But I wouldn't want any of the booger sugar just to drink more. I'd feel like that's cheating. See, as an alcoholic, that's cheating. That's using performance-enhancing drugs right there. In the international games of alcoholics, let me just tell you right now, we would throw a flag on that play right there. You are not a real alcoholic. No. Mm-mm. I don't think I. I don't think I should run that in the in the old meeting talking about the International Olympic Games for alcoholics. Finally, finally, I'd understand cornrow, or, or cornhole. Um, let's see. I don't have this for, for today. I gotta do this story today. <laughs> oh boy, it happened again. Another one. Airbnb. Has some explaining to do. <laughs> A couple is suing the host of an Airbnb in Maine claiming the guy installed a secret recording device in the main bedroom of the apartment they stayed in, and it was rolling when the hoopty and the doopty was going on. Let me just tell you this right now. By the way, he hit it geniusly. He hit it in a water sprinkler, in the, in like the, the sprinklers in the, in the house. A stimulant and depressant in your system. What? Yeah, doing battle. What the worst that could happen? Yeah, ask John Belushi. The couple claims they had no knowledge of this at the time, not suspecting anything was amiss and acting like normal, getting busy in the bedroom, among other intimate moments in which they were undressed or having private conversations. I got to say, let, let me just say this to you. I, I applaud you people that swear by Airbnbs. I do. I don't get it. Like, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't want weird, creepy people in my house. First and foremost, ever. And I don't want to be in somebody's house. Like, you ever get that just uncomfortable feeling? Like, like if I go into a hotel, I don't, I don't care. I'll shit on the floor there. It's a hotel. They'll clean it up, whatever. Even though I've never done that. But not somebody's house. Even though I'm probably going to look through your panty drawer. Just letting you know. Probably smell a couple of them. I'm going to fuck with your shit, too, by the way. I'm sorry. It's in my DNA. 
I'm a twisted, fucked up person. I am going to move, I am going to rearrange your pantry. Then, I'm going to move your dishes to where your glasses are and to where your glasses, where your dishes are. Actually, no, I'm going to move your dishes where the glasses are. The glasses are going to go where the pot and pans go. Pot and pans are going to go into the oven. That's what I'm going to do. Rice says, I like them when they're specifically a vacation rental and not their actual daily home. Uh, now, see, I, I wouldn't know the difference. I don't know how to look for that on their on their deals, on, like, their websites and stuff. I, I ain't never looked for that on there it, because that would that's so weird because I remember doing a story about a year or two ago about somebody who rented a room in somebody's house, and it was, like, upstairs, and the family's, like, downstairs, which is really weird to me. And I know that was a thing back in the, the 50s and 60s where you'd rent out your house to travelers and things like that. That was a different time when there weren't psychopaths behind every corner. I just don't want him to come to my house. And, and like this guy rented a room in this house. Family was downstairs. The kid invited people over to party. I will savagely beat you to death if you throw a party in my house. I don't get Airbnb either. It was my if it was my house, I'd flood it with peroxide and then mouthwash. Yeah, you can tell if they have personal shit everywhere in the pics. When in doubt, nope. Yeah, I I just couldn't do it. Very weird. But hey, more power to you. You can't. I'm not. I I, I just can't do it for me. It's my own limitation. I I know there are people out there that swear by it, and I I I applaud you. Um, they keep their personal items separate and locked up. My brother has an Airbnb home in Truckee. They tried to weed out the bad people to help pay the mortgage. It's a beautiful home close to Donner Lake. I, I get why people do it. Hey, more power, like I said, more power to them. If you rent out your house for Airbnb, take your computers with you or be ready to look at the browser history. But I have had great homes where I can bring the animal with us, and it makes vacations easier. Yeah, and that, that, that's what it all comes down to, is what do you prefer? What makes your vacation? What makes a vacation great is how easy it can be, and then you get to enjoy yourself. You don't have to worry about the shit. I'd be terrified. Like, staying in somebody's house, I'd be so scared that I didn't lock a door, and what happens if their house gets robbed, and I get, I'm at fault for it. Yeah, just not for me. I'll take a hotel any day of the week. Plus, the hotel makes me feel like I'm on vacation. Um, if I had one, I'd keep the master bedroom locked, but that's just me. I've stayed at home in Tahoe where uh, the did lock the master room. Oh, I had a friend who did this, and, and she lived upstairs, and they had the room downstairs, and, and she never had any problems. I, I would, But, see, I would. There'd be a problem. I, did, I know me. I know they call it Murphy's Law, but it should be Arnie's Law. If can go wrong, if it, if it takes an extra 10 minutes to get there, it's because Arnie's going there. It, it, it's just the way the world works. I've accepted it. I don't boo-hoo and piss and moan about it all the time. 
But yeah, I, I, I'd rather stay at a hotel. I just want just let me check in, get in an elevator, go up to my room, and just lay there and bitch and moan about how the fucking TV stations all suck. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What do I want? Rock and Roll Hall. I don't want that. All right. Boy, boy, do we have some fucking good shit here. Oh, man. Boy, a couple. (laughs) Note to couples who have sex in public. Be better than this. The owner of an exclusive restaurant in, um, where is it? In, oh, in New York City. New York City! Yeah. Um, the, the restaurant is called Balthazar. And the owner of the restaurant, Keith McNally, claims a couple was doing the Wango Tango in the men's restroom. Somebody reported, hey, there's a couple in here fucking. Before staff could catch them, the couple scurried off into the evening. But there was a problem. Somebody left their wedding ring behind. stings that's when you're like oh man and now that you know that it's made national news the ring is in the restaurants lost and found waiting for its owners to reclaim it if you know the couple email natasha.anderson at mailonline.com We, we are, we're, uh-oh, ladies and gentlemen, ass family, we're doing something new today. We're going to do a crank email. The ring. I recently saw your story. About the couple who were getting it on in the toilet. (laughs) That's an East Coast word, right? (laughs) I think I know who the... Husband was uh, because uh, I heard some bragging going on around the water cooler. They ran off because the shitter was full. 
Um, he didn't mention the ring, but I did notice he didn't have one on. His name is Chris Payne. You can see him all over social media. Thanks for your article. My name is going to be Harry P. Sams. Or, what? Well, uh, Harry P. Alms. There you go. It's sent away. What if it's a diamond ring for Jay? Oh, I don't care. I just hope that that person reads that. That would be fantastic. And when they write back and they say, no, that's not the right ones, I'll be like, oh, okay, well, I, I heard about this guy doing it there too. I know crank emails aren't as fun, but, you know. Oh, boy. Now, is this fucking true? I got this from the mirror online. A woman who overplucked her eyebrows as a teenager has undergone an eyebrow transplant using hair from her head, which now she needs to get them cut back once a month. Holy shit. It's still growing. Really? Isabella Cutsy uh, used to spend 30 minutes every day drawing her eyebrows on, but after being desperate to have thick and fluffy brows, she decided to go under the knife for a transplant. Took three hours, involved having individual follicles taken from the back of her head and inserted into a sparse area of her eyebrows by hand. She's got she got some Eugene Levies now. Let me just tell you. Here you go. Check this shit out. They should have used hair from her butthole. Her new look has a drawback. She has to get her eyebrows trimmed every month because the hair grows as fast as on her head. Why? Ladies? Ladies, I have a question. Ladies of the ass family. I, I, I truly do have a question for you. What is it with the fucking eyebrows? No, no, no. This this is something that needs to be answered right now. Do you know how many weird eyebrows I've seen in my life? Some of these gals that draw these ginormous eyebrows on, 
and you spend something. Look, look, I appreciate I, I appreciate you going to those links of beauty for us. I do. I do appreciate it. But I got to say, you ones with the really fucked up eyebrows, you look like you're in some, you know, South Central Mexican chick gang. No. Come on. And now this gal's got to get her eyebrows cut every fucking month. I, I, I am so lost at the whole eyebrow fascination. I thought that women uh, that overpluck get their eyebrows threaded. Uh, is this what they do? Well, this is what she did. She took a big old chunk out of her fucking noggin and fucking glued them to her eyes. Why the fuck are women's eyebrows painted on and in rectangles? You look like some fucking mutant android. Some of these, like, like literally, I'm asking questions because I want to know. What is it with the eyebrows? I mean, do, do you think that guys are really checking out your eyebrows? If you've got super big tits, your guy has no idea that you even have eyebrows. Okay. If you let him put it in your butt or in your in the hoo-ha, he doesn't care about your eyebrows. Oh, yeah, chicks get them tattooed on. They get them, like, drawn on. I like the women that draw them on, and they're not even. That's the best. Now, I understand. Look, look, look. I understand taking care of your eyebrows. Like, you don't want a unibrow. This isn't about, like, waxing and doing all that kind of shit. This is this craziness involved. This I pure I it is insanity. Okay, sassy Pammy, please explain to me. I and and I'm not trying to be a dick here. Good eyebrows make a huge difference. Okay, to who? I'm lucky to have nice natural eyebrows. My mom taught me when I was little, and I'm very grateful. She said, "Yeah, hey, perfect eyebrows. Don't touch them." She also told me that my lashes have natural curl to never curl them. I listened to her. Please press on teeth. Like, like literally, like, hold on. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about here. Uh, images of crazy women's eyebrows. There you go. Uh, let's see. I'll just share one with you here. God damn, what are these people thinking? I mean, there you go, right there. There's a fucking pair. Totally, but Jesus, my God. Really, you look like a fucking retard. Why is this a thing? Like I, I want to, I want to understand you women. Now, if you say it's something like you know that that men wouldn't understand, and and you want to talk about how men have this and that quirk, that's fine. We can have that talk. What is it about eyebrows? Hell yeah, FTR Briscoe's rematch. When? 
Pam, your eyebrows droop like boobs. They get older at 66. Nana, looking at your social benefits, not your eyebrows. I can't help you. I don't understand it either. Women are nuts. Nothing more need to be said. My niece, like 15 years ago, got her eyebrows tattooed on, but she had fine brows before she shaved them off to have the dark black Sharpie eyebrows tattooed on. Poor girl. I laughed at her so hard in her face for like eight years. I'm just now getting used to them as they start to fade a bit. Uh, Ogre says, adios, family. Uh, have a great Thor's Day. Hey, you too, my friend. These things are just so comical. And, you know, some of these gals, some of these gals think they're hot shit. I'll tell you this right now. This gal right here with the fucking lazy eye I'm fixing to put up. Good gravy Davy. Holy shit. Those are fucking terrible. I don't know what's worse, that or her fucking lazy eyes. Oh, my gosh. Fucking eyebrows. Oh, I've always wanted to have this conversation. I I have not gotten a response to my email yet. Don't worry, it'll happen. Boy, oh boy, I think we have found the worst man in the world. This is a story about a young lady. who was in a relationship and was left more than she bargained for when she entered in this relationship. Her name is Colleen Lee. She's a TikTok star, whatever that means. She got into a, 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 a relationship with her boyfriend, now her ex-boyfriend. And they don't mention his name because he's under 18. By the way, the young man at 17 when they got together had chronic kidney disease and needed a transplant. Um, I win! There's a video from her. Okay, that that didn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, She was able to provide a kidney for her boyfriend. I mean, this is just magical, isn't it? Excited that her boyfriend gets a second chance at life after getting my kidney. After he got the kidney, he then cheated on the girlfriend. (laughs) Well, that is cold-blooded. Damn. You, You get a kidney from your girlfriend, and then you cheat on her. Someone wrote, ma'am, you should get your kidney back. 
I mean, you got to think about this. You have put your own health in jeopardy. You, you, you're putting your own health in jeopardy for this boyfriend of yours, and then he cheats on you and leaves you with one kidney. Oh, oh, I'm telling you right now, that some bitch is going to die. If I was this girl's daddy, that some bitch would be D-E-A-D-D-D-D-D dead. Oh, and and I'd kill him in a way where we could take that fucking kidney out and put it back in my daughter. We're going to need to put this one back. See, a kidney is not like a coffee maker. You can't just snatch that shit back when you're angry. Yeah, exact, Jen, you are absolutely, you are, you, you, we haven't done this one in a while. Correct the mundo. Yeah, that's why you don't give away body parts. Amen. Amen. If I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. Do not give away your body parts. Oh, I, I would cut this guy up into thirds. We'll cut that. We'll keep that middle third where the kidneys are, and we'll take that some bitch's kidney back. Good God! And by the way, the girl that he cheated on you with—how's she doing? Maybe she just doesn't care. She's like, "Yeah, I got that dick." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you heard me. I got that dick, girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right. Last story of the day here. Here we go. Add that to the ten, ten Ass Commandments. Thou shalt not ever give away your body parts. You know what? I, I do like that. I You know what? We can get rid of one here. I'll happily. I will happily change the, the children uh, order in the drive-thru. Because I, I, I have my, the, the warm bread and cold butter, that, that one just bu- bugs the shit out of me more than kids now. Thou shalt not give away your organs. Dot, 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 sell them. I like that. Okay, so here we go. Commandment number eight. Thou shalt not give away your organs, sell them. Perfect. Perfect. There we go. I like it. I like it a lot. No, what I don't like is this story. A gal from Wisconsin. Oh, a badger, don't you know? Oh, yeah, she's out there in Oshkosh, but gosh, don't you know? Probably having some uh, some, uh, some Frankfurters. Maybe they're going to have a pop later. I don't know if they're going to have time because the storm is rolling in. Oh, I know it's July, but the, today's high is going to be 42. That is blistery out there, you know. I'll be sweating up a storm. Taylor D. Shabusiness, that's her name, Shabusiness, is charged with first-degree intentional homicide and mutilating a corpse as well as third-degree sexual assault. For acts, prosecutors, she said she did, 
after the body was dead. <laughs> no, this is going to be a good closer here. In the early hours of Wednesday, February 23rd, Green Bay police were contacted by a woman who said she found her 25-year-old son's severed head in a bucket. That's, you know, that's never good as a mom. You don't ever want to find one of your kids' heads in a bucket. When the officers arrived, they found that the bucket also contained a male organ. Why can't they just say it? The word is a penis. Did mom look away when that, I can't see my son's penis. Searching the home, they found an upper torso in a storage tote. Well, this gal isn't very good at hiding shit. Dried blood was found on nearby mattress. The mom says she was woken by the sound of a door slamming at 2 a.m. and at 3 a.m. and assumed it was her son leaving. But she got up to check a light and made the gruesome discovery. Uh, officers were told that your business may have been the last person to see him alive. Searching her minivan, uh, minivan they found a, a crockpot box con- did, uh, containing additional human body parts, including legs. She got both legs in a crockpot box? That's a, that's a tough phrase to say, a crockpot box. She got legs in a crockpot box? Police asked her what happened. She says, uh, that's a good question. She said she spent the day uh, with the victim smoking meth. They went to mom's house, started having sex, and incorporated chains. I'm liking where this is going here. Oh, wait a second. You know what? I, I'm not doing the story justice. Shall we? <laughs> Uh, according to the complaint, she told investigators, okay, uh, authorities, she said, uh, told them she blacked out at some stage and went crazy and started strangling him with the chain face down and her on top of him. She insisted she didn't mean to kill him, but since she enjoyed choking him, she continued to do so. I think we can turn this off now because uh, she said he began coughing up blood and noticed he was turning purple. But since she was already this far, this is her words. But since I'm already this far, I'm just going to keep going. She asked detectives if she knew if they knew what it was like to have something that they loved so much that it made you want to kill it. The business then responded uh, to the police. They were going to have fun trying to find all the organs that she dismembered in the body. She told them all the body parts should be in the basement, but then added there should be a foot or a leg in a minivan. What she did with the head, she said she put it in a bucket and threw a blanket over it. 
She stated that her plan was to bring all the body parts together with her, but she got lazy and only ended up putting the leg and foot in the van, and she forgot the head. I mean, that's so forgettable. You've got a carved-up body in the back of your minivan. Oh, shit, I forgot the head. It's the family-sized crockpot, Arnie. Um, does there even need to be a trial? I, I know that everybody is, is guaranteed a trial in this country, but she admitted to, to cutting off the dude's head and wiener and admitted she was lazy and only took one leg of the leg, one box of the legs out. This woman does not need to walk in social in society ever again. This bitch is crazy. I might not know karate, but I know crazy, and this bitch is the epitome of crazy. Good God! See, that's why you gotta be careful. I got a picture of her. So I gotta be careful dating a girl with a neck tattoo. Girl got a neck tattoo, she'll cut your penis off. Just telling you. Mark my words. If a gal can sit through a neck tattoo, your cock is, you you better fucking hold on to it tight. Mm-mm-mm. She's not really, she's not attractive, but she's not horrible. So there you go. Uh, that does it for us today, people. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Hopefully everybody has a great Thursday. And look at that. Tomorrow is Friday. You have made it to a Friday-ass family. Congratulations. Uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic day. And adios, everybody. She don't ask my friends about me Gives no clues at all That a fire might still be burning, yeah I'd say she's about as gone as a girl can get She don't even show up In my dreams at night but my stubborn old memory keeps holding on tight Sure makes it hard to forget She's about as gone as a girl can get She's out of here, she disappeared without a trace Dropped out of sight Last seen Heading right on Out of my life Like a stranger I ain't never met She's about as gone As a 
out of sight Last scene heading right on out of my life Like a stranger I ain't never met She's about as gone as a girl can get Like a stranger I At ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.